0: It's Lucky7 Eleven for episode 7 of Misinformed Nation. And we got a we got a new face joining us today. I'd like to introduce Billy Bones from a walk through the mind. Good day. And returning champ. You love him. Toss a coin to him. It's Gwiff, the King of Kent. Whoop whoop. From the front lines of Keksit, baby. Here we come. Coming through you everyone he does a show with Comic Strip Blogger. You can find that at AI.cooking. And I'm Booberry, Mothman of the Minioculus from Behind the Schemes. Thanks for joining us today. It's a beautiful one.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, well-timed. yeah. I was waiting for a while for that. <laughs> I've bit thirsty. It's thirsty here. Well, how's everybody doing today?
2: Alive and kicking
1: it's 1 23 in the morning for me and my neighbors have had a um, an engagement party all day and they're still out there fighting around i don't know what they're doing they're drunk i've been at the pub watching the football all night so my voice is a bit hoarse um so i'm gonna really go for some hum <laughs> i'm gonna get i'm gonna get all those all those those ladies moist out there don't you worry about that
0: so it's, it's a podcast textured for your pleasure
1: yeah, I'm like, I'm like velvet. You know, you can literally on the podcast in 2.1 app that I'm planning, you can rub your fingers across the phone and it's like velvety when I speak like this.
0: Oh, wow. Like a texture tag.
1: Yeah. Reaching out for you.
0: That that's an exit strategy or an entrance strategy. <laughs> <Both>. <laughs> one and the same. Mm. Well, I think uh, I think I'm going to kick this one off. Because uh, I just want to rip this bandaid off as soon as possible. I'm going to start with my off-stream show. This is a show that I discovered within the past 48 hours, and uh, I was quickly sold on it. Huh. I'm going to attempt to do the name. <laughs> if at any point y'all would like to exit the ride, please wave your hands and let me know. Does that sound
2: good? Not
1: bad. Wait, was that was that the name? Wait, what? Was it? Was it if at any point you want to exit the ride, is that the name? No no, no no no. I no. think
2: I think it's a heads up to uh, be prepared to get your mind blown oh, on. Fuck, I better strap myself in. One hold way on. Or hold on.
1: Let me strap in. Okay, go for it. I'm ready. <clears throat>
0: Omniscient Hello Well adds so many thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of podcasts, but you know some people, unless they work with me, 14 of them this time, but you can always know I always go live and put it on Facebook or YouTube, or if you tell yourself cannot be defeated, if you running a race for now, if you're running a race, if you, if you consider yourself defeated, you are defeated, no one loses that race, but you, that means if somebody beat you, then because he wants to beat himself... <laughs> <laughs> he practiced with himself. He thinks like if I thought this way, I think that's why I see. That means he just all thought you. No one loses anything, but you. No one wins anything, but you. You Are there or periods your periods or Stop. commas Stop. Stop. in this. Does Stop. it sound like there's periods <laughs> <Wait>. or commas?
1: <laughs> Hold on, let me get. This is Joe Biden's podcast, isn't it? This got be-
0: <laughs> This is uh. This is too intelligent for uh. For uh. Jadens podcast podcasting.
1: Was there more? Was there more to that? Oh episode? yeah! Oh my word! Are you guys waving your hands yet? This is um. <laughs> what's this guy? That, was, it, was it? Is it Kararak podcast? Jack Kararak, You know, just
3: full full. No,
0: he does. He does mention his name.
1: I'll uh, <laughs>
0: at some point we'll get to that. Uh, let's see. I lost track of where we are. Uh, somebody beat you then because he wants to beat himself. He practiced with himself. He thinks like, if I thought this way, I think that's why I see that means he just all thought you, no one loses anything, but you, no one wins anything, but you, you, or your responsibility is not simple. You or your own responsibility. Let me give you an example. Funny nicotine to slow (laughs) down. Yeah. Nicotine can fix the blood in your mouth. Cigarettes. Well, I said nicotine, but you It's got nicotine in it. Ain't nothing but Swiss. Now, remember this one thing that reminded me to come home baby like myself in a minute. I'm going to get my reward. Well, damn, this is close to it. No, like it's what you making. I mean, what you got to understand is if I count to three, how do you know I counted to three? Who's the answer? Let me give you this simple. You understand about simple human thinking and outside the transhuman thinking is what I say. One, two, three. How long ago did I just say three? I mean, what? Three seconds. Oh, how long ago did I just say three seconds? Huh? How long? I just see three seconds. Oh, my goodness. How long ago did I say? Oh, my goodness. No. That's what I want to tell you right now, Haiti and I forget what you know, what was to do, what was it, as soon as uh as soon as I say hello. Now that shifts that pass. What how long do you stay before it's time? Yeah, that shit's it's bad. It's something I got. (laughs) Is
1: it is it bad that shit? Now it's bad. Man, that's it. Real guy name. i I'm I'm so I was so close. Time
0: to go, yeah, that shit's bad. It's something I got real important is that, no, yeah, I just read from this from ships that pass as soon as I say hello, goodbye, would always follow going only a customer to put, I will leave this hollow, this burned place in my heart.
1: Episode one.
0: Uh, This is, uh, let's see, this was episode, well, he doesn't actually have them uh, listed by number, (laughs) but this is from Reginald Turner. Okay. Who's Uh, that? And there is a very famous musician. I he he definitely strikes me of. Let's see if uh let's see if we can place who it is.
3: Here we go. Life, you hear the virus stuff in the background. All right. Drunk Hold or not on drunk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The virus all <laughs> He's
1: watching telly, right?
0: Yeah. It's got COVID coverage on in the background, uh-huh. <laughs> saying that's the real virus, which I can't I can't uh, argue against. All right,
1: it's got point. This guy. Now.
3: Remember the funny thing about uh, infection. Hmm? The funny thing about you know, laughter is infectious if you have a sense of humor. <laughs> I got a crazy sense of humor. Oh, COVID that and then it all planted down. Oh, oh, well, whatever, whatever. I guess what happened? Oh, whatever. And warning people and everything else like that. Oh, no, no. Nothing but a cold thing and all that stuff. God pays it back. Is he done? Now the (laughs) so-called false prophet ends up getting it. Remember, they talk about love and all they love is themselves. They keep up their status quo. Not you keeping up to a status quo. What's the quotient? Very much reminds me of Tom
0: Waits. I couldn't ignore it.
1: Is it? Is it Tom Waits?
0: No, I don't think so. Said his name is Reginald Turner. Uh, looks like there was seven episodes. Fairly recent. First one how'd, came how'd out. Where did you find this? Uh, I was on Podverse, which is the new podcasting 2. Uh, 2.0 app that I've been using. Okay. And I was searching for... I, I will say one thing that I'm having trouble... With this app is, uh, searching out specific podcasts. And, uh, this just happened to be one of the ones that was recommended to me. I was like,
1: wow, this title, got, it's podcast ready- roulette. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Like, like chatterbait, but for podcasts.
0: Yeah. Kind of, you know, there's a real chaotic moment there. I was like, what is this? And, uh, you know, it's it's a it's a monologue. He, he may be a little toasted. He may not be. That uh <laughs> it definitely reminds me of being at home, you know. He's not uh, I wouldn't say he's North Carolina or South Carolina, but uh I could see Georgia maybe. Um okay. it's a very yeah. it's a very holistic sort of uh timber
1: to his voice, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's it's like a borderline ASMR, right?
0: Sort of, sort of. Um but also at the same time it's a It's a little on the preachy side. I mean, he's talking about God, and uh, he gets into energetic waves and um, things of that nature. So I'll just roll straight into clip two.
3: Here's a funny thing about diseases. Now, hate is a a disease. Eating is a disease. Drinking is a disease. Depends on what your type of beverage is. (laughs) Well, it's a disease. Anything done in excess is a sin. You eat too much, what's gonna happen? Type two diabetes, heart attack, obesity, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You drink too much, but you, you There's some people who get drunk by drinking a whole lot of water, water drunk. Too much is a sin, but water's a thing of life, ain't it? You know, you can die from drinking too much water. You can die from drinking seawater, you have dementia, you be like, oh. See, everything that glitters is not gold, water sparkles on the light, but be stranded at sea and drink that water because you're so thirsty. You worse, it's gonna dry you out, you gonna have dementia, your body gonna handle it. You're nothing but empty bags of water. Remember that Star Trek episode nothing but empty bags of water just meat sacks walking talking
0: animated bags of flesh (laughs) it's funny dude's not wrong
1: well the uh the show that i do with csb he writes the script ai.cookin it's an ai news show and the first line is always howdy meat bag or bags, And so I think that there's a common thread here. Like what, what we're feeling is through this, um, the ripple through the hive mind network of humanity is that there is a genuine portion, like a big portion of the, or a growing portion of the population that's got this sort of mindset. And that I think the atheism thing has really led to mass nihilism or like sort of sub, like covert nihilism, like subconscious nihilism, where people are searching for a purpose. And, um, and yeah, I think that the, the, what, what I think I've said before, like when you try so hard to remove something, it's kind of tacit proof of its existence in the first place. In my opinion,
2: mm.
0: I've always, I've always kind of guessed it's just going to come down to carbon versus silicon. That's about, <laughs> that's where we end up. That's a up good way to put it too. And when, uh, when that transhumanist foot flip, switch flips in in the real way, that's, that's all the divide it's going to take.
1: What about silicarbon?
0: Oh, like an amalgamation of the two?
1: Yeah,
0: I mean maybe. that's that's how the silicon starts. Yeah, I, I think it would be silicarbon first, and then you slowly phase out all the carbon side of it.
2: You need to, if you're going to do go that way, you need to make sure you have control over the hardware and the software.
1: None of this uh,
2: rent to own or free to use outside well, that, the commercials that ain't and gonna happen
1: is it let's face it it's all gonna be no. Apple and Google products I got, we I got my new
2: Apple Apple feet <laughs> new Apple hands Yeah, but I went with like, the Android eyeballs
1: <laughs> better lenses yeah yeah.
0: <laughs> here's a, I'll lay a clip three on y'all mm.
3: now what kind of water you put in your system sneezing can get a virus or a germ cough anything. You can transfer it. That's how it lives. You or your own terra firma. You are your own, your body is a temple. It moves like waves, like sine waves. You can always have a, um, uh, counteractive to the sound wave. That's like um, cancellation, noise cancellation. You look at, listen to beats, uh, worm your ear and it dulls the outside noise. Daddy is the counter wave. The most High father, the roster, uh, he a channel. he's here that channel. He's a counter wave to your situation. Hmm.
2: We're summoning demons now? I was no, kind of
0: I was I, you know, I'm not sure if he was speaking in foreign tongue or if he was speaking right.
1: in he's talking about the most high God, Elion, the Hebrew one, I think. Pretty sure. And that's that... what they 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 called him the most high, so I'm I'm guessing that's that, that. It's
4: this interesting. Guy seems,
1: seems pretty on point with like a, a full Christian um literal reading of the Bible. Like I was I was discussing on Jitsi last night what if all consciousness is relative to time so uh, a fly experiences its life at the same rate as a human except it only exists for a, a small amount of time and so when humans were less evolved and we were cavemen our experience of time was different and I imagine the fallen angels down here like sort of standing next to them going come on with their minds you pick up the fucking stick you idiot and come on pick it up pick it, put it in the thing oh, you know that when you're watching a kid play a computer game come on you're like, no, come press, on, press the X thing. to jump open No double X and if you can forward at the same time no don't no don't look no, no you're going to fall Oh for
4: fuck's sake.
1: But yeah.
0: just humanity stuck in the first five seconds of Super Mario Brothers on loop for thousands and thousands and thousands of yeah, years
1: like hundreds of thousands of years hundreds of
0: thousands of years before they realized yeah. that they could jump over the Goomba
5: yeah yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> And and then and then, and, then the, and the watchers are down there, and they're they're finding some of the women attractive, so they end up having sex with them and and mating and creating like a the the first bloodlines that were you know the nephilim the um it's like sixth line of genesis or something.
0: Wait, we're twenty minutes in and we've already connected the watchers to having sex with Princess Peach. Is this correct?
1: Pretty much.
2: Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that sounds about the truth.
1: <laughs>
0: Let's uh, I only got uh three left and they're fairly short, so I'll bust through them
3: now. If the counter wave and the up and a down on the other thing goes to a flat line, you stop, boo, cold, 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 boo. But guess what. The wave keeps on going, doesn't it? Energy can never be created nor destroyed. Electrochemical in your brain, it's like electrical chemical, man. Try to make a saltwater battery. Yeah, and it's funny, ain't it? You or a microcosm, when you came out the sea, water. You have things that got the electricity, the hydrogen, the electric and just like micro-macro, like quantum. It goes down the waves and particles and It's all energy. Now, it depends on what you put out is what you get in. You speak native, and enough people hear, you hear that native, and they adopted that disease into them hearts. And then they going to do that particular disease that you're doing. And then they going to collect something that they can't get rid of. Death and taxes. <laughs> the only thing they say that's assured of is his life. Dex and God will tax you.
0: I, I like the vibe of this show. It kind of reminds me of like a Southern Baptist version of No Agenda with some uh, energetic leanings on the back end.
2: I'm just picturing what this guy, like, what I picture this guy living in is an Uncle Ted shed, a little 16 by 20-ish shed out in the middle of the woods. Surprised he's even got TV. Got it coming through the rabbit ears. Yeah. Uh, got his uh, wood-burning fireplace or uh, <laughs> stove in the back. Yeah. Got a straw hat on. Got a piece of hay sticking out of his uh, jaw. But just yeah. sitting there. This is not the guy I want to. I don't know if I'd have a beer with him, but he's got a good way of telling the stories.
1: It's like, he was the guy that was holding the signs and the apocalypse is tomorrow. Yada, yada, repent now, find Jesus. But he actually retired and found someone else to do that job for him. And so now he's retired. And now he's like, I used to do that. All day <laughs> that he funny.
0: doesn't, he doesn't necessarily strike me as a, a sort of fire and brimstone deal. Um, in the rest of this episode, he's talking about the way uh, substances can travel from the parents to the children, and specifically alcohol and crack cocaine and things of that nature, and the way that uh, you know the sins of the parents end up getting lumped onto the shoulders of the uh, <clears throat> yeah of
1: well, the I children debt- and generational debts is one of um, the enemy of humanity's main um, tools for corrupting people. Unless you break those chains. It's very hard to get away from your parents' transgressions.
0: For sure. And um oh I kinda lost the other point, but um he's got some funny stuff in there. Uh <laughs> these next two I just kinda I pulled for cause he's he's transitioning into talking about the children, uh, which this my uh on stream show will kind of touch on a little more.
3: Yeah. I might be old, but I ain't dead yet. <laughs>
0: Love that line. <laughs> it's
3: <a funny> thing. <laughs> it's a Life goes on. Your DNA and everything else, all electrical impulses is talking to. Your boy, electrochemical, talking to your uh, your sperm and your seed, and then it's directing your sperm and the seeds, whatever you take in is what you put out. And what they say, mm-hmm. the sins of the father shall come upon the sons and the daughters. And the sins of the mother comes on to the daughter, who will birth sons who gives up sins. No woman who drinks too much, especially when she pregnant, gonna give that to that damn baby, a big crackhead baby, uh alcoholic baby, what you put in on that life is yours.
0: And then uh, to wrap it up, if you ever get into weird esoterical symbology. This
3: will definitely stand out. But I was given up for adoption. Although I knew who my father was and daddy knew I was was born April 1st, he came over there and got me. This is my son. I'm the seventh son of the seventh son, April 1st.
0: That's, that was, uh, I I got a little chilled. I'm not going to lie. I got a little chilled when I heard that. I'm I'm leaning towards it's true. He could always be fabricating it, but uh, if he's not, holy shit. It's pretty wild. Ah, uh, I don't know.
2: It's on the internet, so it's got to be true.
0: Well, naturally, like everything. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: I about that. Good point. That's why I've got that. That's why we bring along Billy Bynes people so that we can, <laughs> we can get that angle.
0: So that was Omni. I'm not going to subject y'all to another reading of the title.
1: We'll no, that. Is, is there like an easy way to say it or I just you th- run abbreviations.
0: Oh, that would be interesting to see if uh, <laughs> if it spells out anything, but I doubt it. we'll tackle that at a later time. Uh, I actually pulled my on-stream show before I pulled Omni, but I thought it was um, a good parallel because this is a, you've seen them on this show, it's Sir Spencer and Dame DeLorean, who hasn't been on here yet, but we hope to maybe see her soon, uh, yeah. from, from bowl after bowl, you know, fan favorites around the. No agenda stream and community. They go live usually around nine o'clock on Tuesday nights, Token Tuesdays. But I just, I really, I want to preface this by saying, holy shit, I love what they're doing here. I love what they're saying here. I think uh, it's very reaffirming, and it just it kind of works with the uh, with the Omni clips talking about, you know, what the what the parent puts into themselves and what the parent puts into the. To the children, but with a different spin.
6: A quick thank you to Sir Seat Sitter for sending us the Vax documentary. Mm. Sending us down that wacky rabbit hole.
7: I'm We're, glad I saw it. It was very heavy.
6: <laughs> it is heavy, man. It's heavy because... Uh, especially if you have kids and you've been through the Vax thing with any of your kids. Um, kind of... Hated every time that they got shots. Um, one of the few times Ray's been sick is after her shots.
7: Well, let's be clear our firstborn received her vaccines on schedule, our secondborn did not and stopped largely because of the scamdemic. Right. And the pediatricians not taking well patients and doing checkups in our area.
6: Yeah, they they just stopped taking the kids for a while, so
7: and they were like,
6: we'll postpone your shots and then just get back with us to reschedule it or whatever, and we just ended up not doing
7: that. Right. At that point, I was, I don't know if I was pregnant yet with John, but, you know, we were talking to the midwife, and we asked her for her opinion on the vaccines, and she said... Well, if you live in a garbage can, maybe you need them or something to that effect. Yeah. Really, like whoa.
0: <laughs> their uh, their midwife sounds on the level. It would be interesting to see. Uh, yeah. See if she would do a bowls with buds with them.
7: Oh yeah,
1: that'd be wicked. Yeah, they talk about that her quite a lot, and she does sound quite cool.
0: Uh, but yeah, the 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 uh, the Vax documentaries. I haven't seen them yet. I think I've got them. Sitting in a message somewhere, I I do want to see them, and this has just really energized me to go check them out. But uh, yeah, I picked them up. At the same point, I I feel like uh I've I've seen and and read and heard so many people talking in and around at the same things that uh, I got a general idea of how it's
1: gonna go. My mind's already made up. Let's put it that way. <laughs> that um, like you, Bill, what are you writing? Uh, just
2: makes me think about the. First first off, let me say I really respect the way uh, Sir Spencer and Dame DeLorean are raising their kids. Uh, very proud of them, uh, if I may say that, from where I sit as a podcaster, as some guy on the internet. But uh, as far as the Vax documentary goes, I haven't seen that. But And I've said it before, I'll say it forever and ever. As far as it's on Netflix, something easy to come across, you can watch... The documentary, The Bleeding Edge, which talks about the FDA and them passing uh, in, uh, pregnancy aids uh, that should not pass healthy uh, deals, uh, joint implants or replacements, and the damage that those have done. And all sorts of other stuff and the way it uh, passes through the FDA and then passes, continues to exist.
1: I was thinking, like, why is, why is this stuff on Netflix? Or what's Netflix's game here? I know.
2: That's something you always got to question, but it's there, it's available. And if, right, if someone says one thing isn't possible, well, let's look at what we might somewhat balanced out agree is a, uh, a fair resource to use and if Netflix again is going to offer that information there should it pass some sort of scrutiny and so mm. it's worth looking at and then you can if you want a question further you can if you don't if you think it's all just a hoax and it's yeah.
1: just a hoax they, they recently put they live on over here oh uh, really nice with the and um she, did, she didn't even get past five minutes
2: Ah, oh, that's too bad.
1: Love that movie. Give it time.
0: Well, I'm gonna roll into clip number two for bowls, uh, ball bowl after ball, and this is from last week's episode.
6: I really think that the vaccine fight is sort of one of the most important. I kind of had, I didn't really have any idea about how deep it went or how uh, how many of these people's stories are all exactly the same whether it comes to whether it comes to people who have been injured by vaccines and the patterns that happen there and the people who just do don't vax their kids and then the patterns that happen there like the patterns of health
7: yeah the extremely positive pattern
6: <laughs> and even the mild injuries they like are all shit I can relate to when it comes to ear infections sinus infections uh, chronic allergies asthma eczema like food I, allergies I have all of that I have all of that and always have, and I just figured, you know, it was genetic or like my dad has a lot of similar allergies and his are even more severe. And I just figured, you know, it was like a genetic thing or whatever passed down. But now I want, now I have to wonder, you know, Mm. and then, uh, you also can kind of feel just the hatred and vitriol stirred up with like anti-vaxxers. And now they're trying to expand who is an anti-vaxxer with this whole COVID scam
0: and he goes on to to muse on what this uh, the team that created Vax would think of the mRNA injections post-COVID, mm. you know, in 30 years or however long it takes. Yeah. Depending on That's how many really variants scary. they can squeeze out of it.
1: Yeah. It's all right. I think that there's enough people now with enough sense to see what, where this is going.
0: Maybe I don't know, man. Like I, I don't want to. I don't want to blow my load on the point I was going to make too early. But uh, it's everywhere. Um,
2: I know Seattle is lost. Yeah, <laughs> this place is a shithole.
1: Like, you see, I just don't see anyone. I mean, there are obviously some people that I wouldn't. I think there's some people that are worth saving more than others, just because they're easier to save, because they're closer to being saved. And there's some people that are just totally lost, but. I just don't think you should ever really give up on anyone. Like, when I, even when I bar people from my pub, I try and make sure that, no. That, I mean, there's one guy I barred the other day and he, he literally walked in and he said, like, what have I done? Not done anything. And he came in and he was, like, clinking. There was bottles in his bag. And I was just thinking as he walked in, like, why would you do that? Why would you walk in with loads of bottles in your bag? Stinking of booze. Right, like, don't want you in here, mate. But you can't give up on people. But it's just, like, sometimes, like, Seattle... Yeah, there's still good people in there. Prof War, he's in there. He's trying to
2: do his thing. I'm I'm surprised at the number of no agenda donations that come from this area. And it it really makes me happy. But there's... The the population out here is dense with a certain way of thinking. And (laughs) that's not to degrade how they think, because it's all based in in good feelings and and well-intentioned, but it doesn't pass the muster of what a citizen government should be. Man,
0: I, I was, I was really on that people are feeling this way because they want to do the best or they wanted to be the best or they want to be part of the solution. But being part of the solution is the thing that I got stuck on. And then you go and you catch those, uh, Zuby tweets that were going around after the JRE and I forget who else ever,
1: who else covered them, but, uh, people are into it. Yeah. They, they when want... I see the marches in London, there's loads of people. We're going to have a sit-in at Parliament soon. I think it's um, tomorrow, actually, no, no, 19th.
2: Well, I, I... commend
1: you. my well, <laughs> might go. Just have a little, have a, bring me guitar. Start playing my Epstein songs.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, Jeffrey. Pick me up in your arms Oh Jeffrey
0: I'll roll into clip three here
7: I'm searching for words Because um, it was It's not a fun documentary to watch
6: No it's very tough
7: <laughs> But the second one I appreciated that they balance it out at the end With um, families who have Some families had both <laughs> Vaccinated and unvaccinated children um, And other families had Just unvaccinated children And comparing those stories um, to balance out all the horror stories that you go through in the first documentary and the first half of the second one. Just all the death and destruction and, I mean, literally taking these children's lives. Um, m- like, all these kids who were healthy and fine and then they get, you know, like, the MMR was the vaccine in the first documentary that was focused on measles mumps rubella right which was originally three separate vaccines and then they combined them and uh that started messing kids up especially boys Mm -hmm. and um they would end up on the spectrum from toxic shock essentially is what was causing them um to change yeah it's just really disturbing and the fact that there's no Liability, you know, it's like some of these kids are receiving monetary compensation for their injuries, but no one's going to jail, and that's like the nicest thing that could happen to these fucks who are pushing these vaccines and creating these vaccines and destroying us and destroying the children.
0: The thing I wanted to highlight for this clip is I think it does a really good job of highlighting how much it can suck just keeping focused on information like this, learning the sort of tricks that get played over people. Um, Cause more often than not to, to be quote unquote labeled a conspiracy theorist, it's, Oh, this person's a nut job and they just believe anything and everything that they come across on the internet. But I think if you approach it in like a, you know, like a really honest fashion with yourself and just realize that all factions are working against, the collective in a good way of the human race, just to create their sort of version of utopia to recreate the garden of Eden or paradise in their own eyes though, you know, paradise built on Silicon chips where you don't, uh, you don't really belong in these parts. So uh would <laughs> be tired Silicon carbon, to... silicon carbon grab my, uh, my super high tech pin.
1: Yeah, it's um, it's good. I think it's fine. Little people realizing this sort of stuff and uh, twigging on, and we're we're sort of leading the line by just doing what we're doing, creating a digital nation, something that's never really been around before, and we're gonna run with it. I mean, the cock dot rocks, right?
2: I am I am interested how uh, the freedom of speech aspect of America is spreading around the world and you know, with Britain, the UK, a lot of Europe there's more or less open speech. But then also you have places like China which is vastly restricted, but countries around there, if there is internet, right, there's a little bit more accessibility and once information starts flowing, it's it's going to flow regardless. And how much does America's freedom of speech threaten to use a, it sounds kind of rough, but uh, affect influence other governments and how they're required uh, within their own standards to control their countries.
0: I bet they, I bet they look at it like an infection.
2: Yeah. There's a, the Mel Gibson movie that he directed uh, apocalyptico. I wish Ah, I could. Great movie. Yeah, I wish I could pull the audio, but they're not speaking English.
1: Just zigzag. Uh,
2: But there was a point where their neighboring tribe was walking through, and uh, one of the people goes, "What's wrong with them?" The elder goes, "Oh, they're sick." I'm looking at it like, do they have smallpox? Because this is supposed to be that kind of area era for the Mayans, and. Now kicker line was uh fear the uh an idea fed, spreads just as fast as a sickness uh positive or negative yeah. on that idea
1: so they control you so like, how, how does the old sheep dog get the 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 sheep in the pen by barking at them? and the sheep think oh no he's gonna bite me
0: <laughs> I got to uh, I got my last three here and they're short and I'll just uh, finish up.
6: That's the real thing that gets my blood, blood boiling is that they know, these companies know what's going on and that's why they're actively covering up anything that happens and redirecting blame and they just keep repeating that mantra, safe and effective, safe and effective, safe and effective. Anytime somebody's like, oh, that vaccine fucked me up. They're like, well, vaccines are safe and effective. It's like the fucking idiocracy line, you know? Yeah. Where it's like, oh, but uh, Rondo has what plants crave it, has their electrolytes. It's like the same. Exactly like
7: that.
6: It's just like that, where everybody is fucking primed to just respond with. But they're safe and effective. (laughs) Like, fuck the evidence that's before my eyes. They're safe and effective. And that's all there is to it. Like, no source, no studies, no placebo-controlled studies, no control group of unvaxxed versus vaxxed studies done.
7: And that's, yeah, they don't want that.
6: No, that I, that's the fucked up part of it.
0: Didn't they? Uh, didn't they vaccinate the control group already for the COVID yeah. vaccines?
1: That's the story that went around. No, we're the control group, aren't we? <laughs> yes,
2: the unvaxed.
1: I thought we were them. Uh, sorry, that's what I signed up for.
2: Uh, I, I am inoculated.
1: Oh, but I that's am not right.
2: vaccinated. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you if you
0: already have it, then you're inoculated. Is that how that works, or
2: yes? Okay. When when so the vaccines do not create inoculation; they just pre- have symptom prevention. Uh, inoculation means that, according to the you know everybody's all the science people talking around, is that you actively fight off the disease before it even comes close, uh, as opposed to. Uh, when you get the flu shot or whatnot, you can still catch the flu. It's not as severe, but it's there. But if you have the inocul- actual inoculation, you won't even come close to feeling that flu. No headache, no runny nose or anything. That's yeah, the science! Between- oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's all good. I needed to stop anyway. Continue. Otherwise,
1: little- you'd have gone on for like, um, was it sort of 15 to 20 minutes?
2: Yeah. And uh,
0: I've stated it before. I can't remember if it was here or uh, behind the schemes, but we uh, have gotten infected. I was sick for a couple of days. I, I didn't feel any more or less crummy than I, I typically do. It's just now I got this uh, fairly, fairly uh, nuisance. Uh, it was, I, I I definitely was not the worst affected. I wasn't happy about it, but it didn't knock me down or anything.
1: Right. Hmm. That's a bit like my says.
6: Uh, here's number five Um, it was only recently and right before we saw vax that I saw these um, line graphs of you know infections and deaths over years of a lot of different things they always tout about how fucking vaccines are so miraculous and saved everyone the polio one is what gets talked about all the time because all the boomers remember polio being a thing but if you look at the line graph in the 60s when the polio vaccine was introduced, the the deaths and the crazy spikes in polio had already gone way down. You know, it was like five, six years before the vaccines rolled out and were pushed that polio pretty much went away via natural herd immunity, via all of our bodies actually working, how they're created. And uh, you can do this for a number of vaccines. That was kind of like one of my double takes where i was like wait a second you know
0: and uh the comparison that i was thinking of between this clip and the uh the omni show is talking on terrain theory and um mm-hmm. you know in this time period that they're talking about with these graphs that's when people started cleaning up a little better they had better access to cleaner healthier food better water better um Storages and or uh, uh, just housing and shit like that.
2: So that's that's around indoor plumbing time, right? I believe so. Yeah. So there's there's a critter out there that you have to worry about with outhouses. And you, your outhouse dug, your depository at the uh, the least amount of height needs to be six feet because there are hookworms that you can potentially get and they can travel a distance of six feet. Ooh. And so you have people with bare feet or not washing their hands or playing around or whatnot, uh, and especially in a highly agricultural society like they were in, always dealing with horses and whatnot, especially in that time frame. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hygiene uh, goes a long way with little things like that, and you know now we're hand sanitizing everything. 17 times a day and we've gone completely to the opposite side of the spectrum.
1: Like I've done. I've not. I never do that stuff with that. I always go to, like, I look at it and there's always people with squirt and they rub their hands I think, oh, I'm just going to use soap and water. The uh, It just
0: reminds me of uh, my uh, my dad was born in a place that still had an outhouse up until he was five or six, I want to say. Until they they uh added the additions to the trailer and whatnot. Oh. So it's not that far removed, you know. It's only no, I guess not only a couple of decades away. Uh but I guess this was just a really long setup to say that this was the best part in this whole rant. Not it's not even a rant, this whole explanation from of where they're coming from. This is by far my favorite part and they they talk about like um kids with a iron lung still to this day who ended up uh, committing suicide because he was so just tired of being so sick from, uh, from getting a vaccination. No. Um, talking about some of the back and forth that they've had with pediatricians involving their daughters and Mm. how the pediatricians have this one size fits all. That's all Mm. science is and medication is, is everybody can be treated according to the same standards. Just really dumb shit. But, uh,
2: thank you. ACA. Yeah, uh,
0: but yeah, I think they, uh, I think they knocked it out of the park here.
6: What I definitely appreciate about how they laid out Vax and Vax Two was it's just, people you know, giving a platform for people to tell their stories. This is my kid. This is what happened. This is how it happened. And as a parent, that to me is the most like uh, damning evidence. Your parent, when you're a parent, you know when your kid. Uh, was affected, you know what happened. Like these kids, these parents are like, My kid was fine until this vaccine round. And you know, as a parent, you know, you know when your kid is uh, healthy, when they're sad, when they're mad, when everything and everything that's affected them, you know. So I'm just, it makes my blood boil that the state would uh, drum up all this anger, especially amongst people who. Aren't parents themselves? Don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And they're going to just call you a crazy anti-vaxxer, you know? Well, I mean, consider me an anti-vaxxer. Fuck you.
2: I love it. Semi-vax. Three vibes to Sir Spencer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And uh, uh, he's
1: a good guy.
0: It just makes me want, it just makes me want to say, cause, uh, you know, going back to what I was saying earlier, y- there's, there's no escape from disparaging comments about shit like that. Um, no matter what direction you look in, um, everybody's got to be a fucking pharma rep for whatever reason. And then if you think about the, uh, grumpy old Ben's just covered a study that we had covered on our show as well. But, uh, it's talking about the the super low rates at which studies can be replicated to achieve the same day, data. And um, just talking about the way that all of these newspapers report on these bogus studies that then other studies come in and reference them and it's just this uh, car, uh, playing
1: card house. No. House of cards. Statistics? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. All those politician moves.
0: And it just makes me want to ask: Are you a vaxer? If I'm an anti-vaxer, that must mean that you're a vaxer, right? Like you're 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 just it, it's it's so you're a
2: person, <laughs> just another person. It's right. all good. We can coexist. Everybody, all all together.
0: <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, of course we can. I mean, we at we the end of the day, no, no, I'm not going to argue with you. Because I we, I do dis uh, really I, I sorry not disagree I do agree, to a point. But um, at the same point, it's like this shit is getting railroaded over us.
1: Oh yeah, time it's and time a- and time again. And you know it, it's fascism. It's, it's fascism two That's all it is. Yeah, we've got the answer. Podcasting two free speech. <laughs> it's gonna take it down, don't you? Ryan.
0: We're gonna fight off the fucking fifth solution or the 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 fifth Reich with podcasts and mics and shit, RSS
1: feeds. Da- David beat Goliath, didn't he? Slinging Stone.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that is that is true. Yes, uh, so. but I, I I I yield my time. Uh, sorry that I <laughs> ran long, but uh, I pass it off to whoever
2: wants it next.
1: Uh, I, don't, I don't mind. Do you want to go up next? I'm I'm easy.
2: Sure. Uh, I'll take care. of it. I'll, I'll go. I'll go ahead. So, start with the my off air or off. A no agenda stream. And this, as far as this week goes with podcasts, it's been pretty miserable. I didn't even listen to one yesterday because I've been so out of focus. But got local radio here and listened to this on the drive home the other night. And they're talking about uh, racism in the general sense of things, uh, starting off from a conversation about two Seattle police officers that went to the January 6th riots had their pictures taken standing next to a group of other people. Don't know if they went in, but that picture came out. Now there's people calling for them to get fired or suspended because it was illegal somehow. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, The radio host claims that uh, he was able to find lots and lots of pictures of alleged white supremacists at the, at the march, with, I probably should have clipped that bit, but the number of pictures that you can find with Nazi flags and uh, anti-Semitic statements and whatnot on the shirts, I'll give him that. Um, He did the research, I didn't. Uh, Sorry. Reading my notes. But, he goes on to break it down that the way the messaging gets out, that we've reached this critical mass of White supremacists uh, He goes through A few examples of People unknowingly spewing White supremacy So with that terribly long intro uh, The first First clip
8: Blueberry. Um, Ben Shapiro Great example of this Rap is not music that is a racist dog whistle, and a lot of people don't realize that when Ben Shapiro goes around on his podcast and he says, I don't believe that rap is music, I don't believe that hip-hop is music, those are talking points from white supremacists who believe that the highest form of music out there is classical music or any kind of iterations of that any kind of um, extensions of that so it's an attempt to downplay black culture to such a degree that most people won't even recognize and they go yeah I never really thought of rap as being music either and then you're engaging in white supremacist talking points Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) well obviously everybody's wrong because glam metal is the epitome of uh, musical performance
1: I love (laughs) me some uh, was it Indie Fringe Christian Pop, Jesus!
0: Classic. Only, is this like a, is this only, an actual thing that people believe?
2: Well, uh, if you so, let me. I should say it's on the radio, that, so it has to be right. Yes, it's got to be. This is this is an FM radio station. I really respect this host. Uh, really level headed, but listening to this, I was kind of losing my shit with the way he uh-huh. was arguing it. And but I have to, I'll sit back and respect it because again, he's multicultural or. Uh, multiracial with darker skin. He'd probably pass the paper brag test to be crude, but uh, still darker skin. So he has at least a point of view. And so, again, you have to, if we can take a step back and listen to maybe how he comes through that point of view. But at the same point of time, uh, he definitely goes a little bit crazy with uh, Candace Owens, uh,
1: clip two. All
8: right, great. Well, my, my follow-up to that would be, look at Candace Owens coming out, and when she's interviewed, when they say, what do you think the biggest problem is in the black community? Do you know what she says?
9: Oh, God. Does she say um, black crime? She says black people. Oh, God. is, okay. it, it, is there we go. it? It is amazing.
8: It's a talking point. It's a talking yeah. and here's It's an amazing thing to say for a black woman to say, the biggest issue within the black community is... Is black people. That is a white supremacist talking point. And yet people think that because Candace Owens is a black woman, they go, Oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, black culture is to blame for all this kind of stuff. Those are Richard Spencer David Duke talking points.
2: So Candace Owen Owens is spreading white supremacist talking points without even knowing it. Oh yes. right.
1: She's unwittingly doing it. she's like the the woman who knew too little.
2: <laughs> I, I let not take yeah. I love
0: how these arguments always go, is that uh, obviously she's not uh smart enough or intelligent enough to have any original opinions
1: of her own. <laughs> I w I wouldn't want to debate that woman. I'll tell you that for nothing.
0: But at the same point, I do feel like uh there is some similarities between her and Ben Shapiro that um There's enough of a magnifying lens that people congregate there and it's easy to just like, well, okay, I'm not going to say that they're the same in any capacity, but like I consider Q and Ben Shapiro and Candace Owens similar in, in like the way that they kind of behave like honeypots almost.
2: I can right. see that because That's people a good analysis, yeah.
0: Yeah, because people will come in and be like, Oh, well, Candace Owens is obviously um uh ignorant and is spewing racial white supremacy and um you know obviously these could never be the uh opinions of an independent free thinking uh person by any means. Yeah.
1: yeah. It makes sense.
0: It's it's just it's really off putting um and I'm not even that big of a fan of hers. I mean I think I think she's, cool, I, think oh, she's cool. I think she's really slayed some debates but she's not someone that I go out of my way to pay attention to every
1: week either. She's on Telegram. I know that. Mm. Get the old updates along with General Flynn and Lynn Wood. <laughs> nice. All right. Sorry. I'm
0: stepping
2: back uh, now. No, that's okay. But as far as uh, he does offer uh the radio host Jack Stein offers a a fair argument with uh, someone talking about West Virginia and letting it be or no, West Virginia is not mentioned yet. Maybe it is. Either way uh, a senator talking about uh, white supremacist talking points number three.
8: So I think that people really need to recognize that when Stacy and I or anybody else is talking about racism, we're looking at it through the prism of how many different ways can somebody say the same thing and try to repackage it for everybody else another example steve king the republican who came out and said what's wrong with saying white nationalism that was a sitting member of congress who came out and said what's the big deal with saying white uh, um, white nationalism again a white supremacist talking point
1: <laughs> okay yeah. D- it is though, isn't it? It is a, a white supremacist talking point.
2: Well, I I can agree with the term nationalism. Uh, I definitely agree more with his point that you can't be saying white nationalism unless you're, I don't know, in Germany or uh, one of the UK isles where there is no sun and everybody's all white there
1: for the most part. <laughs> well, yes I. America's oh, right. a little I've bit had to more, call but... plenty of people out on, on it all the time. And I, I meet all sorts of people all day long. And the one thing that does get my back is when someone's really short-sighted in that way. And I I do call them out and I say, you know, you have to pack that in. Because to be fair, I know enough people now that have really ingratiated themselves into our culture and kept, uh, kept a bit of theirs along, along with it and brought some brilliant food to begin with. <laughs> I mean... Like people overlook stuff. They're like, oh, you know, I mean, Asians coming over here and taking our jobs, and you think, well, yeah, well, you're eating your curry, aren't you, all the time?
2: Yeah, who doesn't love Chinese food? Exactly. Little little bit of culture mixing isn't bad for you. Kind of I expands the like, palate. Um,
1: as long as you're not like, if you're if you if you if you're abrasive and you and you just keep on being abrasive, you're gonna get problems. But if you um. If you're not, then if you go with the flow and you're just like generally nice, like people I've met, they're always pretty nice. If you're nice for them, they're cordial on that. You obviously get some, some rotten ones amongst them, but it's not the majority by any, by any stretch of the imagination.
2: And they're not all spewing white nationalist talking points. No,
1: I <laughs> know very, very few people do that. Bread and circuses, though, right? Everyone's after that. Oh,
2: yes. But we, we can now identify, uh, certain means of dog whistles uh, number four
8: the the question is now stacy is is i think that if we can get people to recognize what a dog whistle actually is Mm -hmm. that Mm. then they can start to identify oh wait a minute when um when so-and-so uses this particular phrase i can kind of key into what they're actually saying i'll give you just one more example when,
9: yeah, I was, just, I was actually going to ask for one.
8: Oh, so when people say, um, when people use the the statistic and they say, well, black people make up 13% of the population, but they're uh, 50% of the crime rate, that is a, um, a non-factual racist talking point. It is a myth that was developed about 15 to 20 years ago by white supremacists. So right. when you use that in casual conversation or when people reference the book, The Bell Curve. That was uh, sponsored by eugenicists. Most people are just ignorant to these things. And when people come to me and they go, "Oh, Jack Stein, have you read the Bell Curve?" I'll say, "Have you heard of the Pioneer Fund? Are you familiar with what those people want to do? Do you are you familiar with the the policies that the Pioneer Fund wants to have in the United States? They're eugenicists. So mm. that that's it's it's so complicated. That, that it's so um." Uh, uh, cloudy that I think most people would have to do weeks of research in order to uh-huh. fully understand how much white supremacy has infiltrated the way that people talk about politics in the United States today. The only thing
0: I could stop thinking about was first blow uh, <laughs> And oh, then second white
1: supremacist I, Ding ding.
0: I wonder, I just, I'm of, I'm definitely of the mindset that Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson and Johnson, they're, uh, they're not quite outing themselves as eugenicists, but it kind of feels like they're dabbling in some eugenicism. Well, it's a genetic
1: weapon. Yeah.
0: So I just has he ever have you has he ever made any statements on Bill Gates or I guess the the vaccinations in that capacity?
2: Uh, I know he has. It's been a minute since I've listened to the radio. Gotcha. Uh, for the past couple months, I've tuned out of the radio. Just switching up the the schedule and this was just something that I caught on the
1: drive home. Yeah. But I, very, I know... It's fairly interesting how this is like this guy is allowed to pipe off like this. You think the so advertisers will get get a bit grouchy.
2: This is actually the cool part of the station he's on, uh, Mormon known station, and as long as you're honest and you're not uh, a piece of work, they let you voice your opinions. There's a noonday uh, noon to three... Radio host that is a little bit gentler more on the story side, not as pop-offish, but he he definitely speaks the same level of truth, uh, not necessarily the same topics or the or the same uh, purpose, but to his level of truth and what he's able to discover within local media, he's been on the FM station forever. Uh, this guy it used to be a fill in on a m conservative radio uh and he talk- he has talked about when he's filled in for the spot that he now has the amount of hate texts that get sent into him uh again this guy uses a a shit ton of logic and does a beautiful job of setting up arguments and again, just this one was got it again i got to step back and his life experience definitely gets to shape how he views this but there's points where i disagree but we can go on to clip 5 on uh why did white supremacy uh become so mainstream
9: how do you think it is that some of those white supremacist talking points have i don't want to say they've been desaturated but right. have been kind of hidden behind bigger walls do you think that that's something that's been very intentional or something that has kind of developed as the result of something else like why do you think it's kind of evolved to be seeped into more of a, a mainstream
8: oh kind wow of things,
9: thing that someone would consume
8: i think that Um, Most people generally want to solve problems and most people are generally kind of solution oriented in their thinking. And then when you have a uh, someone who's coming to you and they are saying, as Candace Owens has said, that the biggest problem within the black community is black culture or black people, then you say to yourself, oh, yeah, well, if only we could somehow figure out how to make more black people like Candace Owens, then we would solve the murder rate. Or if we could get black people to stop listening to hip hop and pull themselves up by their bootstraps, we could solve the murder rate. I think that, that that's how it insidious it is. I think that's how it seeps into people's minds, mm-hmm. that it comes from an initial place of caring and then it gets mutated and perverted into being this um, these white supremacist talking points where people don't even realize that they are engaging with it and and that it came from this original position of how do we stop gun violence in Chicago? How do we stop gun violence in Houston? I think for most people they don't, they don't even realize that they're engaging with it until they're on some right-wing forum, you know, donating to Richard Spencer so that they can move into his gross ethno state. Ugh, Jesus. <laughs> that escalated really quick.
1: <laughs> yeah. Those guys got hooked fast, right?
2: Yeah. It's, I can see the connection, but I think he makes a hard connection in people's good feeling, good natures. And somehow when you just say, you know, we, we want to help and fix something, but this isn't, I don't live in that neighborhood. I don't know what needs to be fixed. So I go with the feel good saying I chip chip in towards it. There's a lot of people that just take it on advertising and sure. We'll do something good with the money. And yet, you know, these people might not ever realize that they're on some alt right website donating to some other group that they think does something else. Or they yeah. just donate to a certain group and they abuse the money.
1: Yeah, but that happens like Act Blue. You know, when the, the, When you donate to the Black Lives Matter in, Institute, or was so it incorporated or whatever it is? Yeah. Like right off the of check. To, blue,
2: right off the check to the Democrat Party whenever you. Donate to act. It's like a sort There's of
1: donation drive when you think about it.
0: The only way you could ever truly stay safe with your donation money is to donate now to a value for value for production.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Podcasting 2.0. Pick no one. Word. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Anything.
0: Any one of them. I know that Post they would all. totally appreciate
1: it. <laughs> oh, massively. massively.
0: Uh, the only, I guess, the only comment that I had to say for this one is, I feel like a lot of these problems, like, you know, you're engaging with uh this compassion of wanting to do good and then um you know, next thing you know that you're in you're ending up on a right wing forum donating to to Richard Spencer. Instead I would say just convince them not to vote Democrat anymore. <laughs> Literally anything <laughs> else.
1: <laughs> yeah, well the the voting thing is is an issue, isn't it? That's why I say 'cause democracy is with the two party politics system that we've all got, it's just, it's just not working. Is it? let's face it.
2: No, not really. Nope.
0: Two, uh, two wings, one bird. Yeah, pretty much.
2: But with all the, the talk of dog whistles and the, the way that in his argument, you start speaking alt-right, uh, supremacist talking points, uh, the messaging goes in well. And if we expand out on all of the conversation, you know, listening to this, I hear things like the climate change argument and the electric vehicle argument. Not to say that those are bad, but we got the dog whistles and the and the the repeat messaging. And he again has done his research, so he has his ideas on what the eugenesis project is that he knows about. I can't speak to that. But wow.
1: I mean, it's all obvious that's definitely going on. I mean, why would it not be going on? Why were they just left that alone? Oh, no, yeah. It's like, hard, but only you know? black we're not, people. we're not doing that anymore. No except it's already been powered up all the time.
2: I
0: think
1: it's
2: uh, for everybody.
0: Yeah. And I think that was, uh, wasn't that a big American thing back in the twenties or thirties? I'd say before Tuskegee and shit like that.
2: I'm, I'm in the middle of boardwalk empire and within uh, season one, there was a pamphlet handed to one of the characters about Margaret Sanger and family planning.
1: Yeah, I and I got that as well when I was watching it. I thought, oh,
2: using Lysol—that's <laughs> what the lady was using to clean herself up.
1: Steve, Steve me man, what what guy?
2: Yeah,
0: I so, guess, sorry. I was just saying I got cue, uh, uh, uh,
2: clip six queued up. Yep. Yep. Simplifying the message.
9: The easy answer is usually that becomes the most popular one. The one that makes people the least uncomfortable. Yeah. The one that seems like the easiest solution is usually the one people are going to turn to because yeah. a real solution is always harder to right. come up with.
8: Because, like, what if the solution was, well, we need to rethink policing in the United States. Now, that's right. really complicated. <laughs> or like It a, is.
9: And it, it doesn't mean it's not important, but right. it's a huge task to take on.
8: Right. Or even like, well, how do we think about districting in the United States and how do we rework districting? Now, that's a task that nobody wants to really think about. It's a lot easier to say black people shouldn't listen to hip hop than it is to say, how do we redistrict this community so that they get equal representation in our houses of government? That's not right. as spicy I think what, as stop listening to Kanye no. West, you
9: know? Well, I think what, what people do that are, pro, you know, proponents of this messaging instead say is, hey, the system works for us. Why won't it work oh, for yeah. you? Us being white people. Exactly. And it's like, you know, the, the problem is the system should be working for everyone.
0: Why would he pick out Kanye West out of all people on that?
1: Because he's Jesus. Well, well, Kanye's a threat, isn't he? So.
0: Right, I'd say he's, Kanye he's is more so trying moment. to uh, wake people up. I, I wouldn't say that he's like trying to. I don't know. I, he's not. I would consider of the mainstream thought process anymore.
1: No, not at all. But that in that pro, in, by that means, he is a threat. Mm. Gets like, in doesn't he's yeah he's, he's something that like. This guy's never going to see eye to eye with what Kanye's got going on. It's an interesting show.
0: Uh, what was the name of it?
2: That's Cairo Nights. Cairo Nights. Uh, 97.3 here in Seattle. K I R
1: O. Yep. Ser- seriously, off stream. As far off stream as you can get.
0: That's so, cool that you can pull the uh, pull the podcast and an R or the pull the broadcast in an RSS feed, though.
2: Yeah. It- uh, that whole station and the AM sister station all have those as podcasts. Nice. Download download those and clip for audio.
1: Yeah, that's neat. So what what you got for your uh, on on stream?
2: Gramercia outlawed oh, nice. the free hour. Uh, and listened to this the other day with Mitchell Nicholas Gerber and. He talks about uh, the Falun Gong of China and what happened to them uh, late 80s to early 90s. But we'll start off with uh, the discovery of Falun Gong, clip one.
4: I came across this innocent group of people, namely the Falun Gong, as you just mentioned, this spiritual ancient group that... uh, incorporates five simple exercises in meditation, very similar to Chinese yoga, and a philosophy deeply rooted in Buddhism and Taoism, namely truthfulness, compassion, and tolerance. And I was very intrigued. I practiced yoga and Tai Chi before, and I gave it a shot. So I went to the park. They showed me these exercises, and immediately, man, I tell you, my whole body just started to open up. I felt very rejuvenated, these, uh, I felt inside my body the, the energy channels just unblock, and I felt like a whole feeling of great energy moving through my body, and I was like, "Wow!" I felt much more calm. I feel much more relaxed, and that night I slept like a baby, and uh, I. Uh, look more into it. Um, and I realized that this particular practice was outlawed by the Chinese government and persecuted. We didn't realize about the organ harvesting at that time because we only realized by 2006 that the, 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 the horrors in China that was going on. We-
0: I've heard this episode and it is, this is grow America outlawed turned up to 11.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm a firm believer that there is some balance between you and nature and you just taking care of your body. It's not all exercise all the time, but it's respecting and caring and that whole feeling. And so I understand how this guy can get hooked into. I'm not that much of a fanatic, but I can understand the, the appeal for following into something that truly runs the potential of making you feel fantastic. And we can see uh apparently how addictive how enjoyable this is with how how widespread the the practice of Falun Gong uh went clip two
4: Falun gong uh it's um it teaches the principles of truthfulness compassion, and tolerance uh, and it emphasizes like a character building uh virtue um philosophy um it's it's rather than just like some radicalized extreme cult which has been demonized as to be Um, it's a true path to healing and and spiritual elevation and I think many people like myself um, who's not really interested in a lot of religious uh, dogma I just want something normal and organic and free uh, I was initially drawn to Falun Gong Graham uh, and and Darren because of its, its it's amazing healing effects and um However, a significant reason for Falun Gong's popularity and popular appeal was also due to its simple and straightforward uh, requirements for people. You know, just live your life according to a kind and tolerant demeanor, um, let go of negative attachments, and just become responsible to yourself and others, becoming a better person. Um, but and it became the largest spiritual movement in all of communist China. I mean, one out of every ten. Chinese national citizens were practicing this. Crap. Yeah, like 100,
10: 100 million that, or something that, like that? Like
4: At, at least. Yeah, at, at
10: least, least 100 that. million people. I gotta do a better job of pulling these clips.
2: Should've left that one on the cutting room floor, I'm sorry. What is that? I just... He's going slow, and it's essentially a recap in clip three. Uh, a little bit more in-depth, though, as far as...
1: Wait. Let's, play with, let's, let's get in there, man. Tuck into it.
4: Mr. Lee Hong a five-time nominee of the Nobel Peace Prize and wow. winner, an honorary citizen and, and award, award winner of so many different awards all over the world, he introduced this uh, mind and body practice, namely Falun Gong uh, Graham in 1992 in China, and only you know, about 200 people joined the practice. Uh, it's free of charge, there's no money involved, there's no radical changes or extremism, you don't have to leave your, your family or uh, you conduct business as normal. Um, and only 200 people practicing these exercises and following more of a truthful, compassionate, and tolerant life. But then by 1998, only through word of mouth, one out of every 10 Chinese national citizens started to practice. More wow. than half of upper class society, the seven highest ranking officials of the Chinese Communist Party and their family members, military generals, uh, soldiers, uh, very uh, prolific and, and, uh, and um, popular musicians, celebrities, business people, uh, you know, 100 million people I mean, based that, on the government estimates.
10: That must have been okay. it right there. I mean, it grows so fast. That must have scared the crap out of the, the Chinese government. You know, That's in six exactly. years, it yeah. goes from nothing to uh, 10% of the population. I
4: mean... Exactly. Uh, That's one of the main reasons why the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP, and its military uh, dictator and president in 1999 grew so hateful and threatened by the amount of people practicing. uh, The number of people practicing Falun Gong outnumbered the number of people registered as members in the Chinese Communist Party by 30 million people. (laughs) Wow.
0: I will say that uh, on our last episode of Behind the Schemes, we found out allegedly that um, 4% of the American public believe in lizard people, and that equates to about 12 million people. So, like... <laughs> but uh, that's a fuck ton of people that um, are in up all gone in China.
1: Yeah, they're in Taiwan now. And they did they have to go over to there? Didn't they have to leave?
0: Probably because they got re- I don't know persecuted well, this is, fuck is out of the
1: um the Epoch Times is oh am I getting it all confused?
0: A lot of theater people is, will shit nice on Epoch Times and Shenyun. Uh, they're going off about them posting memes. Uh, this is a fucking cult, uh, cult show <laughs> propaganda piece. Uh, first hit. On DuckDuckGo, when you search Fallen Gone, is an insider piece. Shen Yun posters are everywhere. Here's everything you need to know about yeah. the mysterious show and the, quote, cult behind it.
1: That's why you need to use Neva.com. N-E-V-A.com.
0: Sorry, I didn't mean to take that part over. I just thought that oh, was interesting. Yeah. You know, hit pieces everywhere. Oh, yeah. Coming out
1: your ears
2: Fox cults, CNN cults, MSNBC cults.
1: Yeah. Everyone's looking for something. They're all looking for that removal of that divine inspiration in their life. It's been taken away and so they're looking looking around for it. They can't find it.
0: Prefer separate cults than just one giant totalitarian state.
1: Fuck it. Find a cult that makes you happy. No, we're just little fish, aren't we? Swimming around, doing a schools thing. Schools of fish.
2: That's probably more apt, but as far as uh, authoritarian governments go uh, there was a break in the point where he's talking about uh, Mr. Gerber's talking about his life within Vietnam and Vietnam being a Vietnam
4: state clip four in a communist dictatorship and I 'm living under one right now, you are not free you're you're controlled by a police state. you have no power of uh, of property, no private property, no private ownership of your own business. You have no uh, uh, freedom to express your beliefs or uh, grievances against the government. The centralized party committee, as it's called, has all control over your day-to-day life. So people are very fearful of speaking up against it. And anything that is out of its control is a threat. So that's one of the reasons why I was outlawed. Yeah.
1: And this shit's only half a world away, you know? But- Bit of old dead Lennon for you. The um, best way to defeat your opposition is to lead them.
0: Damn. Damn. (laughs) Holy shit.
1: (laughs) Don't worry, we got this. We're on the mothership. Don't you worry about it. I'm going to come pick you up in one of them big old blackbirds or, you know, something better. Holds a load of people. We'll swing by everyone. Bring you to the cock. And then we'll just, uh, we'll do our thing. Cut rocks. (laughs)
0: Uh, I got, uh, Clip five
2: here. All right. So, you, yeah, this is that the... So, supposedly, with all this, the Falun Gong and everybody becomes super extremely healthy, diseases are cured, ailments are forever gone, and organs become, uh, like, brand new. Clip five.
4: The Chinese Communist Party... The investigative research, medical research on the cells and the organs and the blood flow and the emotional realms of people, uh, healing miraculously wow. after practicing these exercises. So they started to demonize this practice, created a kind of final solution campaign, like the Nazis did with the Jews, to turn public opinion against them, scapegoat them, and then said hundreds and thousands of innocent Falun Gong practitioners. And others like the Uyghur Muslims, the Tibetans, and the House Christians, the state mandated hospitals, Graham. Wow. Cutting out their organs while alive. I know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's insane. It's a new form of evil. Cutting out their organs while alive and then selling their organs as the healthiest organs in the world to fuel a multi billion dollar business.
1: Trillion, more than that. Way more than billion.
4: It just
0: makes me wonder
4: why, why
0: would people be running out of organs so quickly?
1: They keep ruining them.
2: Smoking, excessive lifestyles, you know, living in New York City,
1: yeah, LA. drinking the water. Yeah, Bill Gates is water, you know.
0: Gross.
2: <laughs> one of one of my customers uh, used to do quite a bit of business in China, so this is hearsay, anecdotal, but with his mention of going through there and then wherever within that country he went uh, the, the Chinese have a different outlook uh, as far as what society goes and where we all out here uh, within the greater western civilization there is a sense of individualism you're you and I'm me and, and there's a space between us uh, in China again anecdotal the the regard for individual and human life is much less because of the population and how much people are stacked in on each other. Dense, and it's more it? a matter of when one person's gone, someone else is guaranteed to be there right in his, sh- his footsteps. Cause, yeah.
11: yeah.
1: They were saying that on the No Agenda Show the other day, weren't they? That John was John was saying that, so that reaffirms that. And then We know that, though. I've known plenty of Chinese people that are like that. And I've known plenty of chance people that have been quite grateful to come over here because they're like, oh, I get it. You guys are doing things a little bit different and it takes them a little while and everyone retains a little bit of themselves. And like I said, just don't cause problems. Don't cause issues for people.
2: Yeah. But next up on, on the clip number six was a clip, a line from uh, Mitchell Gerber's movie, Hard to Believe.
5: People who are expecting this to sort of just be solved naturally by all we have to do is sit back and they'll fix it. This is wrong. The West has to take a role. And the one role the West can do is say, these are our values. We cannot
12: go beyond this. There are certain lines we can't cross. This is a red line. That's an absolute red line. Enver Tosi, the surgeon turned bus driver says it's been 20 years since he removed the organs from that live prisoner. It remains a mystery why so few people have ever heard about the thing he says he cannot forget.
3: This is my experience. This is a real, true story. If you keep
8: silence, this tragedy will continue. And People, they just don't want to touch this evil. Because if you touch this evil, maybe at the end of the day, you may not be able to tackle this, uh, the consequences.
3: That is my guess.
2: So how big is Goliath and how small is David?
3: Well,
1: um, yes, I, I don't know. Pretty small, I guess, and pretty big.
2: In this situation, yes. So yeah.
1: but it does happen and it and it will happen again and it will happen when it matters, let's put it that way.
0: Especially when so many American institutions are just uh trotting along hand in hand, thanking thanking the providences where they're they're keeping people held at the end of Mulan and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll have the uh <clears throat> they'll get everybody outraged for renaming Fett chip. I just I don't get it.
1: This will very much speak to um my uh off stream clips. Yeah. Uh,
2: so okay. Seven A uh, is confirmation of fifty-two pieces of evidence of the organ harvesting.
1: Oh nice.
4: When the investigators that you heard and the doctor, Dr. Invitotti, I sat down with them at a child trafficking court. I brought them on a coalition. In London, uh, when we were being, uh, we were we were allowed to, to 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 present our findings and their findings, at least 52 pieces of evidence. Uh, uh, Graham and Darren, and everybody who's listening, and the gentlemen that you heard were the Honourable Esquires in Canada, the former Secretary of State of the Canadian Parliament and Crown Prosecutor David Kilgore and David Mattis, a international human rights and Winnipeg uh, lawyer of 35 years. David Kilgore and David Mattis, and they first came on the scene to confirm the allegations between 2001 and 2006 that between 45,000 and 65,000 innocent Falun Gong practitioners were harvested, literally slaughtered for their organs, and then they came out with 18 pieces of evidence confirming that this was going on. Then they joined forces with Ether Gutman, who conducted um, um, investigative research, wrote a book on the, the persecution and the and the diabolical murder of these innocent practitioners, plus the Uyghur Muslims and the Tibetans in 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 China as well, with the Dalai Lama going around the world uh, with his with his campaign to free Tibet and the House Christians, nonetheless as well, and um, they came up with a, at least now fifty two pieces of evidence and. Hmm.
2: So documentation documentation is there, but the messaging uh, is still slow rolling, just like we see on many other things. But the CCP definitely has a little bit more of a handhold on how it gets out, Uh, and we can go to 7B on that one.
4: People really want the evidence they're like well is this really going on when they go when they went to the united nations and the world health organization and they talked to very high-ranking officials and a lot of these human governing bodies and they still think oh is this really going on is this really 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 going on i mean how do you really know and now yeah now the, the the information is out on the open i mean back in the day five ten years ago we were up we were up Craps uh, uh, Creek with, with without a paddle because the absolute deluge, Darren and Graham, of propaganda that was coming out of the Chinese Communist Party, the amount of money that was being used to bribe and pay off government agencies, political influences, world leaders, uh, multinational corporations, uh, 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 mouthpieces of, of huge media outlets – it was extremely hard for us to get out the truth, so we had to we had to reside and resort on our own platforms. As you know, you've been banned from uh, from from YouTube. Your accounts have been suspended. My accounts have been suspended. They really have done a number in aligning with the Chinese Communist Party, the Red Devil that is bent on destroying humanity and all the truth that goes along with it, in order to conceal this and make multi billions of dollars off this organ harvesting genocide.
0: Mm. Uh, I think that was a racist dog whistle Calling them (laughs) red devils (laughs) We should cancel this guy He's totally like Just spreading hate speech (laughs) 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 I mean I'm not that far outside Of the realm of possibilities Of ways that people could react to this Oh yeah and I, I think it would just be out of pure shock from their own ends. Like, no, there's, there's no way, there's no way that stuff <sighs> like that goes on in the world anymore. That's, you're just saying that because you feel like you have well, no control. Nike shoes,
1: right? They're all wearing <laughs> Nike shoes. And
0: Ruby slippers, baby.
1: iPhones.
0: But they, uh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah you know, the only reason you consider that there's a conspiracy is you just feel like you have no control over the the other chaos that goes on in the world yeah. and there's just no I way just that people it could ever sense like out of it. Yeah.
1: It's <laughs> not g- on Apple News, bro.
0: Yeah. It, it's <laughs> it's uh, it's it's one of the other uh, downsides of considering yourself a I guess a conspiracy hypothesizer. I'm trying to step conspiracy
1: away from conspiracy therapist. Come there. I, I, I don't want. I don't want to on Adams. You know, on his job. No, he can. He can be dulling out them licenses left, right, and center. I would buy I'll one. Be
2: a, I'll be a coincidence theorist until then.
1: Yeah. No <laughs> <laughs> the coincidence theory. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love it. Uh, let me just make sure I got caught back up here.
2: So uh, number eight, uh, he doesn't have fear for himself, but again, living with a communist state, you gotta worry about the actual citizens I don't
4: I, I don't fear for my life Darren because to fail to support the good and to fail to expose evil is unacceptable and I've mm. given my oath to defend what is right even with my life um, in 2005 I had to sit down with the FBI um, and uh, file a a, uh, death threat, a death threat a uh, district um i guess you call it the death threat complaint or something like that oh, they oh, called no, it because i them, received a death threat and spies tried to come after us and broke into my car and beat up a couple of our our, our, our uh chinese uh practitioners who fled okay. china who created a um were creating a media back at that time a very gra- uh, you know grassroots media and at that, even at that time, the CCP did not want this information out. Our offices have been shut down in Vietnam. Um, and yes, I, I don't fear for my life. I fear for my colleagues' lives because if they get caught, they you never hear from them again. I've had colleagues mm. in China, you never heard from them again. And then you find out they've been killed in concentration camps, over 252 mm. concentration camps in China, 36 death camps, and over 1,800 state-mandated hospitals. Yeah. It's quite ruthless. You know, I am a hundred miles away from the border, but like I said, what is a man who cannot make the world a better place? And in- mm.
0: state-mandated hospitals. Jesus Christ!
1: No, he's right though. You got to you got to participate. Participation is the key.
2: Yeah, but even so, he's happy with the uh, open speech that America offers him, and that we all aspire all to bad. offer to everybody. But he still has fears. About China, clip
4: nine. Listen, uh, get ready and expect uh, a cyber attack on your uh, on your platform by the CCP and 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 their, and their minions. You know.
0: Wait, they're talking about, or he was he was talking about Grimerica specifically, not. Yeah, Jesus. But
2: well, not well, no, not necessarily Grimerica, but uh, follow like the cancel culture model, and mm-hmm. then. How much uh, within our own borders, supposedly, we have the ability for free speech. But again, when we start looking at the advertisers and the ability to get out there, as long as you don't have your own infrastructure, you're really relying on anybody else. And all it takes is a certain set of attacks, right? It doesn't have to be a missile. It can just be a DDoS or, or an absolute discreditation of you. In some way, shape, or form, depending on how big you get.
1: Again, right? You and will, I are... Um, this will speak to my, some of my off-stream clips again, which is weird. This is, this is sort of dealing with what I was thinking about.
2: The collective consciousness communicates well. Listen to the <laughs> yeah.
1: muse. The hive mind is alive. You can't stop us. <laughs> but it's, it's pockets, little pockets of these schools of fish swimming around. The nation is alive. It's going to happen. Don't you worry about it.
2: So... Clip 10 is kind of a a bonus side side bit. I only added it because uh, we are talking about the less than perfect care of human life and something that I have yet to hear about down here in the States. Uh, And I wonder how far out it goes, right? I'm sure if I had like the Wall Street Journal, it would have been on, you know, the fourth page or something. But Darren is... Uh, a certified native up in Canada, and he has an issue with the residential school system that was imposed years and, well, was that a century and a half ago? And yeah. Canada's skeletons are coming to light right now.
10: I think we're on the precipice of real change. Like, I don't know what's going to happen, but there's something in the air. There's like a thickness to the air right now when it comes to the residential schools and they keep finding bodies and they're going to keep finding more. And people are looking for the Indian Act and they're looking into all this stuff all of a sudden. I mean, I was actually listening to the radio station today out of the blue. Yeah, Um, because my daughter wanted to listen to the country station. And they've got commercials now, just commercials talking about residential schools, talking about 150,000 kids had to go through, this many die, the conditions were like this, wow. blah, blah, blah. And I think, yeah. like, a couple stations on June 30th are doing, like, just all-day residential school survivor stories. Um, wow. So it's gotten to the point here, and now the uh, the entire liberal fucking caucus just abstained from voting on... Ugh. On the government's fight against uh, residential school survivors. I mean, every other politician in Canada, doesn't matter what party they're in, voted for this for the government to stop fighting residential school survivors, except the Liberal Party abstained. So it's like this weird thing here, too, where they say one thing, but, you know,
4: they, do another.
10: they do another. But I think there's the. The the public's got a hold of it now at such a level that they're not putting this genie back in the bottle. You know, it's like this, there's going to start, I mean, Kingston just took down, which is, I think, Buddy's hometown, the John A. McDonald statue, because, uh, I mean, he's the guy who created the, this act. But, so what do you think? And, I mean, this took 300 dead bodies that they found. or 200, I mean, the big one was the 250 dead bodies they found in Kelowna accidentally. What's... Makes front page news and ripples across coast to coast.
0: Man, yikes. Douchebag Trudeau goes out to one of, them, one of the sites for a photo op with a stuffed yeah.
1: animal. Well, you know, you know, his dad was in charge for a while, wasn't he? Yeah. Which one, though? Which dad? Because they were both in charge yeah. for a while.
0: <laughs> Show me the nipples. <laughs> the, truth, <laughs> the, the truth lies there.
1: it's oh, terrible. But it's, it, I mean, it's, it's happened.
0: Yeah, This is a uh, lavish and I touched on the residential schools uh, with the first set that they had found. And it's just go you know, listen to some of the stories of uh, people that went to school there at the time. And now they've grown up into their 50s, 60s. Some of them are upwards of 70. Um,
2: and just Come for the childhood.
1: Hmm. Just a little bit. It's
2: horrible. But it then- i can I can think of other stories that happened uh with, with Christian or Catholic whatever you wanna call them orphanages back in the day, orphanages in general uh but the problem is with the native situation is it was a specific population and not just a place for displaced children uh It was the forced indoctrination on some level or another. Uh, Re-education, yes, re-education camps. So, kind of compound both of those, and it's definitely not good. And but again, Canada is waking up to it. There's, you know, they've got their situation
1: going on. bones. The whole world's waking up to it.
2: So there's our new
1: world order is upon us.
2: There's our new hope, or our realization that more people are communicating and.
1: Yeah, a new cock, extended cock universe. But Don't if know. you
2: wanted for those those last three clips, Booberry, those are ISOs I decided to add if you wanted Goodness.
4: them. Yeah, let's uh, check them out real quick. Get ready and expect uh, a cyber attack. Ooh. It's, it's communism in a nutshell, it's cultural Marxism. Ooh. I've seen the awakening.
1: Ooh. Wow, I like I've that seen
4: one. the awakening.
1: There we go. <laughs> that beats mine. <laughs>
4: Like it.
0: Um, I guess my last thought on the residential school. Uh, and this is another clip that we had played, but Pope Francis, you know, typically presents himself as a super liberal pope, right? Wanted nothing to do with these schools and the treatment of the uh First Nations kids and shit like that. He's like, Nope. You know, mm-hmm. let the bishops apologize if they want to, but uh I I yield my time is <laughs> <It's> basically <laughs> what he did. <laughs> It's
1: like Jesus, what a, dude. What a I've seen this
2: story before. does not turn that's
1: out well. An insult
0: to yep. Well shit. So that's that. Yeah. Phenomenal show. I I I love those guys. I've I've signed up for the bonus content because it's uh by far worth it.
1: Yeah, they got it going on they're, they know what they're doing. Yeah. As do we, and I'm picking up the old baton So um let's 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 go into my off stream clips. Number one, the intro. Joe Rogan podcast,
3: check it out. The Joe Rogan experience.
2: Train by day, Joe Rogan podcast by night, all day. Adam Curry. Joe
12: Rogan. The
5: podfather, you are the podfather. There can be only one.
12: Joe Rogan, uh, since you recertified me as the podfather, my life has been so enriched (laughs) since March of uh, 2020. You have given me uh, an inc- just an incredible new lease on professional life. It's That's been awesome. fantastic. Hasn't it
1: just been fantastic? Yeah.
2: Well, getting, getting proper recognition seems to be a good thing. You know, when you did a good job, when you actually, you know, in some way, shape, or form got that ball rolling you know, he's definitely before first generation podcasters, and even with the first generation podcasters, you have to tip your hat to them as well for yeah. helping people realize that there can be further communication.
0: I, I really appreciate the way that the pod fathers come back round for uh, some sequel action, like
1: Empire Strikes Back. You know, oh, he's not done. He's our One, isn't he? <laughs>
0: I have a high ground. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, don't.
0: That's, so sorry. That's me
1: too deep. Well, they that, Well, Joe replies and says, you know, you're welcome. And Joe's such a wonderful communicator. And this was a really brilliant conversation. And it actually does the world a lot of good for a lot of people to hear these two just going, because cause he pushes back at certain points, and it's not all sort of gravy for either of them, they've both got things to say to each other, that neither uh, of each other have really um, heard, in a way put put like that, So, or not really considered it in that way, and it's nice, it's nice to see that, and it's, it's one of the reasons why it's so successful, so this the, this next one is, um, it's the one size fits all thing, that we were talking about earlier, with the vaccine and all that, a bit of confluence going on so let's let's hear what what they said about it a little bit there
12: in 2008 i think um there was a big conference put on by i think goldman sachs and all the uh, medical companies were there And i just started no agenda so i was researching and they had powerpoint slides and everything on the website and all you saw was the future is vaccines because we're giving people medication before they're sick, and you get them on a program, and you get them on a schedule. And if you recall, around 2008, 9, that time frame, there were vaccines coming out for against smoking. There would be a vaccine against really? cocaine abuse. Oh yeah, it, none of it panned out. But that was kind of the promise of the of the mRNA technology. We can change your DNA or I'm I'm saying things I have no business talking about but you can change something so then all of a sudden you don't desire cocaine or you right. can remove that addictive right. addictive feature and that's when I started paying attention it's like you know there's something going on and the mRNA, I mean, to roll that out, and you can look at many scientists and doctors who will say that's not a one-size-fits-all solution. That is meant to be completely tailored for Joe Rogan. We're gonna uh, we're gonna change something in your body that you know needs fixing or whatever. Not just pooh, it's good for everybody. That and and I think even the the inventor of the technology says that's, that's not intended for this purpose. Do, does it? Is the dose dependent upon the size of your
5: body? Uh, I don't know. Because I was thinking this, uh, like, when they're doing the vaccines, like, if you're a 300-pound man or you're a 90-pound 16-year-old, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. is are, do they I have, have no the idea. same dose? I have no idea. I think so. I have no idea. Mm.
2: Male, female, body chemistry have any difference? Individualism of each individual uh, genetic code?
1: Just jab mole up. Because the the genetic weapon is loose, so we need to...
0: <laughs> these glass slippers literally fit everybody. Every, <laughs> you too could be a princess tonight with your brand new <laughs> Pfizer mRNA injection.
2: I'm sorry I stepped on that. That's a perfect commercial. And cut.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and one of these days, I'll uh, start rolling in that Pharmado... But not yeah. today, damn it. Not today, Satan.
1: Sorry, I just put the old mute button on to cough. Got a little bit of a, little bit of the koof going on around me. Got me, got my honeymoon tomorrow as well. So, oh, hey oh. Yeah. Got to save all my energy. She's going to be really annoyed because we, she went off in a huff <laughs> tonight. Because so I, I come back from the football and she wanted to chat, chat, chat. And I said, darling, I've got to get these clips done. Oh, you don't want to speak to me then? Of course I want to speak to you But I I know I need to get these clips done Because they're awesome Anyway, let's see what the next one is Because it's about a bad apple And this is about podcasting And how Adam has And I've got a question in this And I want to see if either of you pick up on it Um, Because there's one thing that we were talking about a little bit earlier And it's in here It's only a very slight thing So keep your
12: ears open You don't have advertisers No, No, No Yeah, that's big well, this is why I started podcasting 2.0 not long after you and I met. Mm-hmm. And this is—it's uh, funny because it turns out Brett Brett's podcast is already using a lot of a lot of podcasts are already using this because we've infiltrated the podcast hosting companies. Yeah, um, you know, podcasting was decentralized by design. Dave Weiner and I in you know 18 years ago, the whole idea was all you needed was a place to put an MP3 file and this weird text file, which was called an, an, a feed, an RSS feed. And as long as you had that, anyone with an application or an app who could subscribe and say, okay, you know, this this podcast lives over here. I'm going to put that URL into my box. Then you had a direct connection with publisher to end user. Um, now, as that started to grow, you needed, um, you know, you got hosting companies, which I'll make it easier for you. Um, and then we got into the situation where... You know, people got tired of saying, you know, how, where do I find that podcast? So we needed a, an index or a directory. And the initial directory that we had was called iPodder, I think, at the time. That's what I gave to Apple. Um, And, and that was an error, in a way, on my part. A bad Apple.
0: oh, I suited it there.
12: <laughs> nice. Yeah, so did you pick up
1: on it in there? that was about halfway through. I, I didn't I was listening but I didn't I didn't so, catch it um, it's yeah so but I don't even know if it even makes sense to me saying out like that but the hosting thing he said about how hosting makes it easier and how at the beginning it was good but then when it started to scale upwards you needed hosting solutions and I think what we, you know we, we're talking about decentralized everything so my question to everyone is what, why do, why aren't we pushing the self hosting thing why is that not a, a thing
2: Life's pretty busy to learn how to code and last i heard that's kind of racist to to say
1: <laughs> is that a
2: dog whistle yeah
1: well, putting it's in any really extra pitched, work isn't to isn't you can't quite hear it that, that sort of whistle but it, it's just that arranging taking range. that
2: extra time right if you want to learn how to to make furniture you got to learn how to use a chisel and or at least yeah. some power tools
1: well we'll and get there Let's create those products and let's make them super easy and super I, I usable, will say, just as usable as an iPhone.
0: I will say, out of everybody that uh, I know in these circles, Sir Spencer is probably the most equipped to speak in on uh, self-hosting right yeah, now. He's and there. I don't think he's uh, <laughs> been too thrilled with the process so far. No. Uh, which Why is, is it so
1: convoluted and so hard?
0: <laughs> Sorry. Excuse me. I don't know. I mean, uh, there's uh, other Should folks that... Uh, uh, it would be
1: nice. It would be fucking nice, right?
0: I think Midas does self-host it as well, for sure.
1: I think he's on Nextcloud or something like that. That's what I'm looking into.
0: Nice. There's
1: all sorts of stuff. Like home automation built in with podcasting so you can. I'm I'm happy with the guys room. that we, have we have use. Different
0: show uh, we're on a uh pod podserve. And uh it's bare bones, it's cheap, month to month. The best part about it is the guy that built it he uh, he's got a little like ask me questions here on the front page. And when you hit him up, he usually gets back to you and it's me suggesting something. And next thing you know, I have a, a, um, a toggle that I can turn on for the, the website player.
1: I love that. Yeah. It's, it's a one turn- of my favorite things about the no agenda phone experience. I've oh, had hell yeah. of hell yeah. With apps. And I've emailed like, you can buy them a coffee, can't you? And, GitHub.
0: and I also, um, asked him about, uh, implementing chapters into the, the RSS feed in two weeks and he's got it. He's got it. Uh, he's got it working. Check so it out. yeah, nice. It's very cool. I'm very much enjoying my time there.
2: The, the tribe has been formed so we can all aspire for individual and self hosting. But if we need to, you know, just like we had the blacksmith and at one point and the farmer at the other point, yeah. we'll be able to communicate and, Together we'll be able to build something grand.
1: Yeah, oh, hell yeah, I, I, I agree, hundred percent. And I feel like um, that's just happening organically, and it's just, it's just, it's just happening. And um, we can go for it organic, but this is um, let's get into the next one because it's eating mofos. We'll see what they're talking about.
12: Apple, you know, they, they basically said we'll we'll be the directory, and they really did because they became in effect what I what I never intended the gatekeeper, because you have to submit to Apple and submit means they're going to look and see if it's okay, whether that's technically or philosophically. And, um, you know, I don't know how many podcasts never made it through that process, but as it grew and grew and grew, um, the scale of over 4 million podcasts now that we have at podcastindex.org, Apple has 2.3. So there's a lot more that lives outside of the traditional ecosystem uh, than we ever knew about.
5: There is three hundred plus million people and four million podcasts. That
12: yeah. is crazy. Well, I think well, how many of them are from other countries? Um, I can get you that information, but I, I would say the the most relevant statistic is that, um, updated in the last sixty days, is about six hundred thousand. Are from other countries? No, no. Six hundred thousand podcasts total have published an episode in the past sixty days. Oh, of I those see. four million, Here so it, it may be much small. There you go.
5: Here it is. Um, so the total podcast index is four million thirty six thousand six hundred and ten mm-hmm. uh, shows published in the last three days. You got eighty six thousand ten days. T- 000, 30 days. Three eighty one sixty days. Five forty nine. So some of them are inconsistent. Which is just how it goes when. Well, it's just
12: it's just a lot less publishing, for, or a lot of them could be dead. I don't know. Yeah, um, but for instance, very few French podcasts are in the Apple uh, in the Apple index. Mm. Uh, they just a lot of them don't even want to submit to it. For so those French man, That's crazy, oh, so arrogant. I'm
5: telling you, bagat eating motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> is
13: that your ISO? Uh.
1: No, actually. I should have I said that. That's a great ISO. I, I was looking for the Rogan ISO and I couldn't hear it. And then now uh, you said that. That's the perfect one. We'll do it in post. But I think <laughs> yours you is go. better, actually. Be
0: you know, y'all kept saying that in the last episode. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> yeah, I guess I will. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> and then they said it on the agenda as well. They did the, they did the bit on there. But it. it's great, isn't it? Like, do it this, this conversation goes from... Baguette eating mofo's, and and did anyone fancy biting into a big juicy red apple during that? I don't know about you, I felt I, felt, I really felt like I wanted to bite a big apple. Never mind. Not a super fan apples. Yeah, I I just love this. I, I mean, I don't really ever listen to Joe Rogan unless Adams on there. But if he's going to be on there more, then I guess I'll listen to it more.
0: Yeah, I I could I could concur with that.
1: I see if, if, if Joe himself could be the CEO of YouTube.
5: Literally, a trained monkey could run YouTube. They're just like, let the money come in. Bing, 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 bing. Like a trained monkey with the little thimbles. Yeah, Like, you don't have to be wise to like just say, these content creators are making fucking millions of hours of shit every year All you have to do is like let it roll in and slap ads on it. That's Mm -hmm. all you have to do. And pick up some hits. So if something comes along and this person is, you're saying, okay, we're gonna demonetize these. We're gonna remove ads from these. Mm -hmm. The profits are still extraordinary because there's no competition. What other thing is out there like YouTube? No, there I, is no, no, no thing out there remotely commensurate I agree. with YouTube. I agree. I agree. So because of that, you could be, like, elect- I could be the CEO of YouTube. They could call me up once a week and go, what do you want to do about this? Uh, Fucking delete it.
1: There's a lot of room for corporate. That's a good answer as well. Fucking delete it. Yeah.
2: There's a lot of room corporate to fuck everything up.
1: Yeah. What do you want to do? Um, fucking delete it. It's true, though. That's all it is, isn't it? You just wait for them to get famous. Like, oh, what do you want to do about these people? Oh, you know what we do? We delete them.
0: Remove them. you got to protect
2: your, your gentle mind. You can't be <laughs> letting you get that extremist content.
1: Should let, let They should be letting them walk through their mind, eh, eh Bill? That's like, what you did there.
0: It's like... The worst of both scenarios. Not only do we have some totalitarian dickheads trying to run the place, but it's a total nanny state.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I bet that you couldn't have the totalitarian dickheads running it without the nanny state. Like That's what the old, all of the other totalitarian, totalitarian dickheads have, have done in the past.
0: Which came first, the nanny state or the totalitarian dickhead? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Thank you. uh, This is the last one. And, um, you know, what what is the answer to YouTube? YouTube's the biggest thing in the world, right? I'll tell you what the answer to YouTube is. Peertube and the blooming Fediverse. So this is introducing the Fediverse to Joe. See what he's got to say about
12: it. Okay, Mastodon is... This has been around for a long time. It's actually... It's it's a social network that I think was originally known as GNU Chat. G-N-U-Chat. Okay, so it's a Linux-based... GNU Social... Um, it's not about, it's not about Linux, um, it was Linux software that, that created, oh, okay. yeah, I mean, or open source, I should say, oh, that'd be, Stallman would False come, me. it's, uh, it's open source software, really free open source software, and they created this, let's just call it a Twitter clone, everything Twitter does, but without the algorithms built into it, mm. and you can connect, um, through something called the Fediverse, and, uh, you sp- spell them with a T or a D? D. Federation. Okay. Oh, okay. The Fediverse. I'm sorry. Um, and you do that through something called Activity Pub, which is really the system that makes any... It, it really decentralizes everything. It's kind of like a peer-to-peer network, and we're not quite... And you just... You get the information. A lot Can I like, stop you for a second? A lot like Bitcoin, yeah.
5: You really are a super dork. I know.
12: You're so deep in that. <laughs> so, I'm so happy I'm married and my wife loves me and... <laughs> You're so deep. But you know what the problem is? It's... And my Tourette's goes crazy. I'm trying to, to communicate because I see it. I know exactly what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's hard to explain it. But it, it basically an open source Twitter that anybody can join and nobody's in control of. If you have your own server, you determine how much of the Fediverse comes in or what you don't want, right? and everyone can interact. And this thing has exploded. It's just all, and diff, people have different versions, ones that are made very much like Instagram, they have ones that work like YouTube, and it all con- comes down to this activity pub protocol that allows you to follow an account no matter what it's doing, no matter what server it's on. He makes it sound so easy.
1: <laughs> yeah, but he's he is the guy that's, um, it's like when you, when when I was acting and I was trying to learn my lines, I normally try and find the truth in the lines and when they're really crap lines, it's really hard to find the truth. But when you're talking the truth, you don't need to learn your lines. And Adam is talking the truth there. He's just, he you know he's living that life. And so Joe is just like, wow, this guy, I mean, he because what 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 like we should do Joe's instance because it's got to be the Fetty verse right F E T I V E R S E like what is that with a T? <laughs> Fetiverse.
0: <laughs> it would be funny. It would be curious to see all of Joe Rogan's fans in one spot.
1: Yeah, Joe Rogan's Fetiverse experience.
2: But the open messaging, again, we, we got Obi Wan out there talking to uh, Bropa the bookseller market and I mean if, it, if it's on Rogan even with his diminished reach it's again one of those platforms that people are willing to tune in and explore the ideas they might not always agree with them and there's always going to be a percentage that are assholes and lash out but you still you still get a, a message out uh, to a group of people that aren't tinfoil hatters all the way but Fitness nuts and whatnot. And again, you plant the seed, you get that idea going.
1: And yeah, I think it, it's just like there's a large portion of masculinity that's in based in that. It's like that's a part of a of being a, like, where's my masculism movement? You got any feminism stuff? So where's that?
2: Cis white men are bad.
1: Yeah. Have well, any of them they're not patriarchal ideas. Nice. I mean, I'm quite nice and I'm a, I don't know if I'm a cis white man, but I'm a man. I'm definitely white. Or was they call me old cork Asian? But yeah, that's the old Joe Rogan experience for you, and it's what a great show. But that was the really, really, really good one to to listen to that. And and last time when he was on, immediately afterwards was that crackhead. What's his name? Oster home. Oster needs to go find another home somewhere else.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. Volcano, ding, ding.
1: in the centre of a volcano do the, do the Indiana Jones thing with that guy Give him to those people Say, we've got a good one for you He's totally crazy
0: They brought it up on today's No Agenda show too Rogan commented of, He definitely whipped people up into a frenzy Ulster many, home yeah. I
1: sat in my car, shaking like a leaf It was abuse I Felt violated afterwards
0: you know, something else that I I noticed today, and I I, I don't like it, I don't agree with it, I'm not going to say anything about it to the person's face, but, uh, you know, if you're going to make your two small children wear a mask, you should probably wear a mask with them in solidarity, whether or you not know, you have the have fucking vaccine that, or yeah. not.
1: Yeah, we've had, yeah, this is, the, the, we're, we're talking about this on the jet see, but... I think this is because people are vaccinated and they're like, until my kids get vaccinated, I'm definitely making them wear a mask. I don't get to wear one now. I've had double jab. <laughs> it's just it's like, horrible.
2: Right, it's terrible. Them.
1: It's so bad, is not it? It's child abuse.
2: It is heartbreaking to see how many kids have masks on and the parents aren't. And it's just like, no, they don't. There's no bad things for them in the grand scheme of things.
1: All the bacteria and the masks oh. The CDC, is yeah, like just a Governmental
10: body code. With scientists and shit that just tell us what to do You don't have to think about it dude Sorry I kind of mangled the Beginning there I would
0: drink if I had a beer with me
1: Well I've got a beer with me And I've, I've given up drinking actually at the moment Because I've been drinking for a long long time And I felt if I carried on drinking I wouldn't see the end of this show And I know how that goes um, but let's play my uh, one of my ISOs, Actually, sci- scientists do science.
5: See. Scientists do science.
1: Oh, dude, <laughs> that's good. That's <laughs> a good one.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I needle drop that, by the way. Oh, really? Oh, I need to. I was. I need to find an ISO. I'm just gonna see where. And I'm literally just josh Oh, what is that? Oh, there's a weird moth thing over there. Okay, that's fine. But yeah, that was a good one. And what's my other one as well? I did one more.
0: Uh, that guy was oh right here.
11: It gets my dick hard, and it gets me yeah. a headache.
0: <laughs> oh my! <laughs> yeah,
1: well, that's a little teaser. And let's play the intro, and we'll find out where that where that little clip was from, and what my on stream show is because I absolutely love this show. I was on; it was the first podcast I was ever on, and um, I love it. I love it bits. And a <coughs> hey. We're gonna have a sip of beer just for the sake of it. I mean, fuck it, right? low-key my, for an hour or my so. favorite fucking key.
0: intro to all of these shows because <laughs> <laughs> you can drop it so well <laughs> after anything it's like I mean, the, the intro curve to you're this with-
1: one was brilliant anyway because it was uh, loads of like a super cut of um ron paul being cut off on on um what was it cable television yeah Sorry, ron, a, we're just losing losing you
0: with uh kenny right
1: yeah with i think kenny, the yeah. guest name his mate, Ken, Kenny, uh, Kenny's really interested in this guy. He's like a prison guard, right? And I don't know if I'm going to be stepping over one of my clips by saying this, but no, I don't think I am. I don't think i clip this, but he he kind of says in the, in the show, like, oh, he doesn't really go around with the mace or the tasers on him or anything like that. And the reason is, is because all the other prisoners, if they see you and you don't have any of that bullshit on you, they know they're not going to come and try and attack you because you're proper fucking hard and you'll just take him out
11: my my entire my entire problem with both democrats and republicans is that who the fuck are you to say what i do and don't want to do and why are why are you outlawing it
14: i agree yeah ding ding on that go. totally and and they and, they decide different things like with the democrats it's like you're not allowed to have guns but you are allowed to abortion. have abortions and with the republicans it's like you're not allowed to have abortions but you're allowed to have guns And it's like, why don't we all just, everybody let the individual make their own individual decisions like the Constitution dictates. But no, that's just way too much. Yeah, I agree.
2: Hmm. Have you seen the guy on the corner waving the machete around?
0: (laughs) I feel like I did see a couple of videos of uh, flamethrowers last year, which was... uh...
12: Yeah. I thought those were What's not problem, a
1: flamethrower. What's the problem, basically? Listen, I'm gonna need um the year nation's best constitutional scholars to draw up a real solid tight constitution. Um I don't know, I was just putting the call out just in case anyone is listening and they hear that and they go, Okay, I'll I can do that for you.
0: I can fuck with that.
1: <laughs> Even if it's a copy and paste job, I'll be happy with that. Put put some thought into it, please.
0: I uh, I think I might have well. It sounded like I skipped a, a a clip, but I've only got one, three, four, and five. I don't I don't know. Maybe you dropped two there.
1: Oh, that's annoying because
0: I've got all of them there, But
1: never mind, they're all good. But let's get I guess get for them because it's proper late for me. It's it's nearly the old three thirty a.m. and i ain't like being awake at this point. Oh, gives me the ABG I Have to armor right up. Read loads of King James Bible stuff.
0: <laughs> well, uh here's uh <laughs> <laughs> here's number four.
14: There's a I, I think Bush definitely played up Texas like, I'm just an old Texas boy, man, I'm gonna do the yeah. And you're right, he he went to Yale so that he wasn't as dumb as he acted. But there was still some times where he said some really dumb shit. And don't we all?
1: Don't we all?
0: I did the uh show art for this episode, and it was George Bush Jr. right as he found out that the second plane hit the Twin towers,
1: yeah,
2: black
0: and white and super distorted, yeah, <laughs> just playing really on good
1: <laughs> repeat really good. <laughs> yeah, it was like a yeah, that's really mental, actually. I was looking at earlier again, oh, that's crazy. I didn't know it was you, but now that yeah, figures, yeah, it's funny though we all do say stupid stuff, don't we. And that's kind of mm-hmm. part of what we're doing. Let's remember that always. We're always going to and and what absence is about is never uh, afraid to just let someone say something stupid. And um and I like that. I like people saying stuff that's stupid sometimes because it's it's like remember we were watching Jackass, didn't we? Because it was funny because they were just stupid.
0: Right. <laughs> what not to necessarily do. <laughs>
1: well not all of us watched it but I mean I was pretty enamoured with that when I was a teenage boy I thought it was, wow it
2: was popular enough to make a, a justified comparison People
1: yeah. know about it yeah people should remember yeah well, everyone remembers that for sure but yeah so let's see what the next one is because they're all out but well, well I think there's some good stuff here obviously there must be like no in a six pack
11: anything anything should be legal as as long as it doesn't hurt as long as it doesn't hurt other people, right? Hashtag so, legalized working, rape. So working in lots so here, of here's here's where I disagree with that, right? I'm joking. Is you inherently hurt another person when you
13: do that. That's like so, that murder, like the two where you have to hurt another person. So
11: I spoke out I spoke out in this college debate. In this I was in I was in college and I spoke out in this college debate. It. I said I said, why do you not, why why should we, you know, legalize fucking meth, right? Mm. Anything, anything that has the, um, that has the victim as society, it shouldn't be there. You have to have a specific victim for a crime, right?
1: Mm, Right.
11: For a crime to have happened, you have to have a
1: specific victim. You'd like to think so, wouldn't you?
0: I kind of disagreed with Kenny on, on this point because I don't think uh, it's all just cherries and sunshines and, and rainbows moving products across uh, borders and shit. I think a lot of people get fucked up in a lot of different yeah,
1: well, ways. I, I don't, I don't. I mean, I don't want to speak for the fella, but I kind of gathered that what he was saying was but by outlawing it you kind of give credence to that whole evil empire thing and if you legitimized it and treated it in that fashion i mean why can you have a twitter you can have twitter but you can't have a, a, a you should be fully if you're fully aware of what the dangers of twitter are you should be fully aware of what the dangers of drugs are
2: well then what about that guy who brought in the, the bag full of bottles the what, a, the what the bag the bag full of bottles came in clinking around
1: all oh, right. Yeah. 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 Well, listen. He's fully aware of what his decision-making process. And I'm sorry, but we should treat people like adults instead of mollycoddling them. Everyone's fully fully aware that that this stuff. And and if someone needs help, some people don't even want help. I mean, I was in a club once, and with my mate Dean, and he's blooming psycho sometimes when he wants to be. And he's in the club, and he's like doing crazy eyes because he thinks it's going to attract some sort of crazy woman and normally actually did so anyway give him his credence I'm not going to go down the old credence clear or rival thing again even though they are amazing but anyway anyway so he's like he sees this woman and she's arguing with this fella and he's like oh this does this does not like no good and this woman just goes to snap this geezer this geezer and he catches her and he just like he just like starts hitting her with her own hand and so my mate goes over there and he, he just pulls him apart and the, the, the woman just literally jumped on his back and stuck her claws into his chest, <laughs> started ripping at his chest. And then the bloke started trying to beat him up at the same time. And I stood there and all my other mates waded in and I thought, oh, why do you have to even... Cut? Every time, every time he goes over there.
0: Jesus. <laughs> like some people
1: don't want help, is what I'm saying. And they were happy having their little argument. And they were probably able, like, like in their own little world and, and it goes back to that message that I was trying to say earlier of just don't be abrasive 3.33am there we go we made it we fucking went we, made, we went and made it sorry for the swearing it's late for me I've had a long day yeah, that's all good
0: the problem here should we uh, wrap it up with these uh, last two here
1: oh yeah they're good yeah
11: if you're having a, an above average IQ you know what they're talking about right
1: mm-hmm.
11: but if you don't if you don't you have no clue
14: yeah, Let's be honest, I, I know guess, a lot of people that fall into that first category.
13: True, <laughs> and I, I think it's really true yeah. with like younger people, like people like that, especially people. And I mean, this is just kind of a it's not necessarily a hard and fast timeline, but people that were born after 9-11 seem to just have a kind of a different outlook on like politics and stuff than people that were alive for it, you know,
11: because, yeah, you know, there was a, sh- a shift when that happened there's a there's a really clear distinction between people born after 9/11 and people before 9/11 that either they love socialism and that's where that's the that's the way that they want to go or they're libertarian they or anarchist they love the idea Ugh. they love the idea of, of government controlling or regulating the least amount that they can possibly regulate
14: mm-hmm. well uh- just to quote John Tron here. Reopen that 9-11 investigation. What really happened there? What really happened? <laughs> but I, I do think there's a... Uh, say what you just said again, Kenny, because I think that bears repeating. The-
11: that the people... So people born after 9-11, they, they tend to either be socialist and want the government to control everything, where they are complete anarchists, and they want the government to control, to control as least as possible.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's the, it's the Joker thing, isn't it? It's because of Christopher Nolan and his stupid Dark Knight and, and Heath Ledger, 27 Club and all that rubbish.
0: Oh, yeah, and that follow-up movie. Uh, I always forget the name of it. Something... Don't forget
1: the piece of trauma that went along with it. The fact that the guy died fact that there was the shooting in the cinema and um, it's it solidifies in when you're when you're an impressionable age these sort of things have an effect on you like 9-11 had a big effect on me and I was cognizant for it so I count myself quite lucky for that for that because I wouldn't be the conspiracy or the licensed conspiracy therapist that I am today without that. That thing happening like that, and then finding the passport and being like, Oh, it was Mohammed Atta. Here's his passport. I guess he must have chucked it out the window before he hit the, the building or something. <laughs> he like wound down the window and went, Oh, can't they take this Don't with we need me? This must chuck this out.
0: Yeah. I, you know, I, it's not something I've really touched on too much, um, but Vegas. I think uh, Vegas is something that's definitely going to warrant a little more paying attention to. Because, uh, I don't know, it's it's a toss-up between COVID and, and Vegas as far as which one really rattled the uh, the American public. And I already know the answer to that. It's COVID, but why wasn't Vegas something that was just constantly ass blasted across the media forever, for years, to the same degree as something like nine eleven.
1: Because they were bought into the scripts, they knew how long it was like an operation to see how much trauma can they inflict in a short amount of time. And then how can they just, turn on the faucet and then can yeah. they turn it back off again?
2: White men weren't officially on the on the menu. They were still back in the kitchen getting cooked as far as being able to attack. Nine eleven came from an outside source and supposedly Vegas came from uh, someone within the borders.
1: And well, you say nine eleven outside source, but that's allegedly. No one yeah, knows. Uh, official narratives. Yeah, official narratives, yeah. I mean, like I said, the first thing they saw on the news over here was that they found out who did it. Even though if you actually see what he said, he went, no, it wasn't me. I wouldn't do that. None of it. I mean, it all stinks, let's face it. And it's just, um, like I say, we have to take the positives out of everything. Every day in my life is the best day I've ever lived. It's another day I get to live in this digital kingdom of ours and listen to these two wonderful gentlemen go on for six hours a week at our pleasure, at our blooming pleasure, John C. Dvorak and Adam Curry. Bless you, both of you, you beautiful people. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just go and donate, everyone. Just please. Just go and do um just do it. Just even if it's a little bit. It, because these can these people are gonna be falling on our time soon. We're all gonna be falling on our time soon. Klaus Schwab is doing his nut nut blooming bullshit over at the World Economic Forum. He wants to go and wanna cry every blooming Microsoft traffic light there is. And um it's not going to be, you know, We're eventually they'll bang that door down, won't they? Because they keep going on about it. And so eventually it's just going to happen. I mean, it might not be today, tomorrow. Or who knows? It could be a whenever. But eventually they're going to make it happen. Silly bastards.
2: The message is out there. Heed the warning, people.
1: Go blowists. That's what I say. You can go blowists. Go blow-offs. Anyway, let's get on to the last one because I I do believe we have to, to discover how the geezer had his dick hard and got a headache at the same time.
13: Oh, cool. Okay, let me ask you this then: Have you ever been on the receiving end of a taser? Yes, absolutely. Oh god. Okay. What what? How is I've I've always
11: heard it's bad, but like like how bad is it? Um. So it locks, your, it locks your body up, right? You can't do a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and how, how crass am I allowed to be on the show?
13: <laughs> man, you can say whatever the fuck you want, man.
11: All right. It gets my dick hard. And it gets me, <laughs> it gives me a yeah. headache. And it gives me a headache. That's about it. I'd much rather same thing
13: that happens every time my dick gets hard. I get a headache.
11: (laughs) And I would, I would, I would much rather be pepper er, tased than pepper sprayed. Pepper spraying Mm -hmm. sucks, but being tased isn't so bad. I mean, okay, so so
13: pepper spray is worse than being tased. I mean, yeah, the dick getting hard sounds cool, but gives me a headache. Gets my
11: dick. Gives me a headache. Gets my dick hard. (laughs) I don't give a shit about being tased.
0: Hell yeah. I caught a bit a little, uh, little bit of pepper spray last year. It's not something
1: you want sticking around with you. That's for s- yeah. certain. It's like, I can't remember the Scoli scale or something. Ah, oh, it's oh, hot.
0: It's way up there.
1: It's like 6 million or something or 60 million. I don't know. They said it on the show. And I didn't even realize that that was even related. But yeah, obviously it is. Like, and I was I popped a chewing gum in my mouth the other day. And I, I, I thought to myself, oh, I wonder how many Scolis this is. 10? Eleven, something like that, or whatever it is.
0: It just gives me an idea for uh, <laughs> a new sort of No Agenda Meetup, one that's got a little more zap
1: okay. to it. All right, <laughs> a pair of well, jumper glad...
2: cables and a car battery. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that wicker chair. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I was I was thinking about we should be we should be thinking about forming our um, No Agenda Intelligence Agency, the NAIa. Uh,
0: wouldn't
1: it be the NAIA, or is that what you no, said? Gender Intelligence Agency. I don't know. Well, I'm open. I'm I'm open for you know different opinions coming in and out because I think AI, you know, AI is in there somewhere.
2: You're, you're on the right track, but we need something that's a simplified message that just rolls off the tongue. NASA kind of rolls off the tongue.
1: But granted, oh, you know, that was CIA it. Yes. Seems kind of that rough. was it. Yeah. That was that's actually what someone said on Jitsi, Bill. They said NASA, no agenda security agency is much easier, and I went, yeah, oh yeah, but I wasn't—I didn't have enough brains to bring it to this table.
2: Let let's appropriate that name. Everybody start using that. Well, hashtag. I think the show title <laughs> straight away,
1: no agenda security agency, and we can just do that as a a, a volley for the show title. Personally, Sorry how to.
0: about how about NA security agency?
1: I don't know what, what you, you know, what will get us kicked on off, off the platform.
0: Oh, I have yeah. no idea. I'm just doing stuff until someone says, Hey, don't do that anymore. And then I'll be like, <sighs> fuck you. I do what I want. I I'm do it for mama berry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Listen, it's late for me, but this has been beautiful. And, um, next time we'll do it slightly earlier than now. Yeah. It's, uh, um, it's something we're constantly. So I might even take a week off or something. Um, but yeah, it's been good and we've talked about some interesting things and I think that there's, there's good value in this podcast and what we're doing because we're shining a light on the New Agenda stream and all the wonderful work that goes on there. Um, ben Rose doing his thing and everyone making it tick over it's a, it's a, and, and, and Walk Through the Mind is on there as well. That's why you're on here, I guess, Bill. But it's beautiful. It's a wonderful thing. It's like it brings me such happiness. And one day, I hope to have it in my um. Because I've eventually, if I use these headphones long enough, I'll go deaf. So I can have those cool little um things that Adam's got, you know, with the Bluetooth, and I can just have one ear in the in a stream twenty four seven, drowning out everyone else. Be
2: <laughs> Apple or Android?
1: No, it's going to be no gender. <laughs> it's like we'll do our own no gender. Um, Hearing no agenda
2: Bluetooth. No yeah. no agenda earbuds. Yeah, the whole thing. Open source. For the yeah. people by the Fosware.
1: Fosware. Free and open sourceware.
2: Amen. Fist bump.
1: Fist bump, yeah. Little go yay.
0: Well, definitely. Thank you again to Billy Bones for joining us today and uh you know, we want this to be something where people are interested. We have a general time frame that we try and do this once a week. Uh, looks like Sunday is becoming the most consistent uh, consistent day. We're just kind of dialing into that time frame. Um, so definitely, uh, Billy. Anytime you want to show back up, you're more than welcome. Anytime.
2: Well, thank you for the invite today, and thank you for the the future invite. It was a good time. Uh, gonna have to make sure I'm sharper next time on. Being able to pull clips and on. hopefully I bring a better discussion next time.
1: No, you did great, mate. Don't sell yourself short, Bill. You was fantastic, and you, I loved it. I thought it was great, and so always your, room for improvement. But yeah, but and you've got awesome. this sort of meanderingly ponderous style, which I really dig, and I think it's um, it's got it's got real good use, and it, and the clips were good. I thought I like what you brought. It was all good, and and it wasn't what I brought, so we didn't have any sort of overlap this week which was great
0: i think i could have maybe shortened the uh title to the off stream show
2: <laughs> that's all right hey like uh, like i asked there it could be we could drop some abbreviations in there you could add some uh spaces based on the number of syllables and maybe it turns into a poem or a song <laughs> I, mean, a that guys, I mean i mean really Whoa. let's not even
1: go there because production values wasn't the highest that <laughs> I don't think he's really caring about our input into his little world. It's just that me being able to broadcast and have this medium to do it, and he's very fortunate to do so, as we're all fortunate to do this, and we're all fortunate to be able to listen to this sort of thing. Because there's a lot of people in this planet that don't get to listen to this sort of thing. Hell
0: yeah! Well, this is uh this has been episode seven. Misinformation. Thank you for checking us out. We'll have a website at some point. I don't know. It'll work. We'll continue doing what we do, and I should link it to uh, should link it to our other shows' show notes so people can search it out a little easier. Maybe this is uh, this has been Booberry. Berry Mothman. Catch you later.
1: Yeah, we'll have to cock off on, on honeymoon. Cock on honeymoon. cock moon
2: Good vibes to everybody.
4: Cultural Marxism. Get ready and expect uh, a cyber attack.
5: Scientists do science.
11: It gets my dick hard and it gets yeah. me headache.
5: Scientists do science.
4: And, uh, get ready and expect uh, a cyber attack on your uh, on your platform by like the CCP and and and, and, their, and their minions. You know, I've seen the awakening.